Our top story tonight, a plane with malfunctioning landing gear was saved from disaster by a pickup truck. I mean, I was right out here. I was afraid for the people on the plane. Like the front wheels weren't coming down and so it needed help landing. Inside the terminal, passengers awaiting their flights watched it all unfold. And we heard this like huge commotion and everyone rushed toward the window. Yeah. We see an airplane coming in and it's gonna crash or so I think. This truck just comes out of nowhere and it just like came right under it and the plane just landed right right on top of the truck. Meanwhile, inside the aircraft, passengers <laughs> had been expecting the worst. The captain did explain we were going to be just circling. We could hear the grinding. That yeah. was really frightening. The truck, a Nissan Frontier, was driven by an airport mechanic. He says he doesn't consider himself a hero. I heard it come in over the radio. The plane was coming in, so I just had to <laughs> gas it and get it up to full speed. You know, I got the Pro 4X off-roading package, so this thing can handle some pretty rugged stuff. More, including reaction from pilots and air traffic control. That's coming up tonight at 11. <laughs> you got to give it up for Nissan because that commercial has aged well. Yeah, when was that uh, commercial from like uh, 2012, 2012 or something? something like that? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's one of my favorite commercials of all time. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's what well, you know. You did a good commercial when everybody thinks it's real. Like yes. to this day, did you know that even Snopes.com has a debunk article on that commercial because so many people thought it was the real thing. No way. I I'm love a, the fact that this little red pickup truck comes out of nowhere onto the runway and the, the, the front wheel of the plane is turned sideways and kind of crumpled and just lands it right in the bed. And, of course, the uh, the Frontier kind of it, it, it goes left to right, kind of gets some speed wobbles and comes back under control and then just takes the plane to safety. Well, I'm pretty sure the, uh, you know, 1,000, 1,200 uh, pounds of payload in the uh, Pro 4X <laughs> Frontier would have handled that no problem. So here's what I hear. Yeah. I hear Nissan underrates their trucks. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh -huh. Well, that would be uh, really underrated. <laughs> yeah, really, well, really underrated. I think that's what makes them so impressive. In yeah. fact, they underrate their trucks so much that even though J.D. Power says the Titan is the best light-duty pickup, yeah. they still give you a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You don't need it. No. It's like, no. Well, you might if you're landing airplanes in yeah, the back. <laughs> that's, that, that may be the case. So head on over to your uh, Nissan dealer if you're in the market for a new uh, Frontier that can clearly land uh, an <laughs> airplane in the back uh, from this the interwebs here. Yeah. Uh, or if you're looking for a half-ton truck or van, NissanUSA.com. And uh, if you're looking for a storage solution for- One that for can that land a plane in the back? Right on top. Yeah. I mean, 2,000 pounds is all you need, right? Well, to yeah. Land I mean, a, if uh, the Frontier's max payload is like 1,500 pounds- the, the deck is 2,000, so no clearly problem. a Frontier with a deck in the back, airplane, no. Yeah, you're good. We got this. We, yeah. I, in <laughs> fact, I'm going to put uh, the truck show stamp right behind that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> We're going to get ourselves in trouble, aren't we? Uh, Decked.com, although that's not my favorite uh, website for Decked right now. The one you're looking for is deck.com slash truck show, so you can yes, enter to win a trip or two to hang out with us at Motor Trend headquarters on August 10th for our 500 five-star meetup, right? Nope. 500 five-star listener meetup. Oh, okay. I or the, the 500 five-star review listener meetup. I don't know. We Either can way, get it straight. on August 10th, uh, Decked will fly two people here for two nights, all expense paid, and you get a Deck system. And there's a second place and a third place. You get a D-box and 40% off or a cross box and 40% off. Deck.com slash truck show if you want to win a chance to come to our party. By the way, our party can be solid. We need to know if you're coming, though. We need to uh, go to our Facebook that. page. So go to facebook.com slash truckshowpodcast and RSVP. Yeah. If you're in Southern California, dude, But seriously, check it out. I've had multiple no people say they're flying in. Jordan 
said he was flying in. No. Yes, he did. If he does, we're treating him. He's the the founder of uh, Daytona Truck Me. Yes, he is. And Jordan, listen to me. I'm talking right to you now. If you fly in, we're going to Phantom Carriage, my favorite uh, brewery. You got. I don't care if you don't like sours or not. You're having one with us. And then we're gonna take you to. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. Uh, why don't we just we'll show him a good time? Let's just see if he's really coming. All right, let's do that. Turn your phone up a little bit there. That's it. Oh, that's it. Hello, this is Jordan with Truck Fever LLC. I'm not at my phone right now, but if you leave me a brief message and your phone number, I'll be sure to get back to you at my very first opportunity. Thank you, and have a blessed day. He's so proper. At the tone, please record your message. It is late for him when you right finished now. recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Jordan, what up, Hey, dude, are you really flying out to our uh, party? Lightning doesn't believe that you told me you're flying out. I don't think you're coming out, but if you do, we're going to show you a good time. All right, you can hang up now. We got a great show lined up, and it's coming at you right now. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck. Because truck rides with The Truck Show. We have the lifted. We have the lowered and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Truck Show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. Holman, are you headed out to uh, Area 51 to be part of the uh, 1.5 million man march? Oh, you mean the uh, one that was posted on Facebook as a joke that now has uh, 1.6 million people going and (laughs) 1.2 million interested? By the way, a couple more than are coming to the five. Hundred five star listener, uh, a few more, yeah. So I think a lot of people didn't know that it was a joke, and probably still don't know it's a joke. And I don't think that I even realized it was a joke at the beginning. Um, so and you, now, you so get the whole thing. Almost right? two million people are going to storm Area Fifty One out in Nevada. Right. So they, so they claim they're going to so show claim, up, um, and they and just figure if if enough people, because if you don't live in the uh, I don't know Western states, you wouldn't necessarily know about how Area 51 works. You've heard of Area 51. Every, sure. Everyone has. But a lot of people roll up out to Area 51 and they want to see what they can see. They take an off-road vehicle. Well, but now you can't and, get anywhere close. So there's no fences, right? And, sure. And there used to be a place, I believe, uh, Tikaboo Peak or something where you could get closer. That's now government property. I have been out there and I have been with my old morning show host and yep. we went out there in a, in a truck and we got shooed away. And you can't get that close anymore that, that you guys had gotten back in the day. They've expanded the perimeter. But there's no – that far out, there's no there's no barrier around it, right? So it's a all lot of people make and, this pilgrimage out yeah. there just yes. to get shooed away. And so now a million and a half people at least think there is a chance that they could On get – On September 20th, right? if they all get together and run – that they're going to get into the base, which I will tell you right now isn't going to happen. But I'm sure there are people saying, screw it. By the way, it now has its own hashtag and website, hashtag Storm Area 51, the website StormArea51.us, where you can buy T-shirts. So they are incredibly smart. Do you think it will be – Somebody will show up. Somebody will show up, and I wonder how many people. And do you think the government will take action? Yes. Uh, we will all meet up at Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. If we natural run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. <laughs> that is literally the details on the event. And uh, obviously a ploy to sell T-shirts. Yeah. That has turned into 
millions of people saying we're going to storm. But by the way, there's no gate for you to storm. It's you're all going to be running across the desert. Well, but how close like, can you get? So if they like send right now, out, it's like thirty miles. I understand, but if they send out a couple of trucks and and uh, side by sides with now, granted, they're armed. By the way, they're authorized really to shoot, and they will shoot you. But would they shoot? Yes. Hold on a second. Yes. If a hundred off-road yes. vehicles came over the ridge, would they just light everyone yes. up? No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. That is a that is attacking a base. You want to go? Okay. You go and let me know if they shoot at you or not. No, but I'm saying, do you really think that they would open fire on civilians? Yes. Yes. If you were to go into that base, they will arrest you. If you were to show some sort of- Arresting and shooting someone are so different. Uh, not if the mob mentality is coming over and you're overwhelmed and you're fearing for your safety and you're trying to keep the nation's secrets alive. They're not- There's no way. Uh, I disagree. No way. 100% disagree with you. I think that if a bunch of people storm the base, yeah. they are probably a few of them aren't coming back. No way. It would be not in today's political yep. Cli- climate. Yep, hundred percent. You think you're, they're gonna let? Okay, let's say you could get close to the base. Sure. You could take your Ram power wagon that had all the goodies, and you just beeline for it. You don't think they're stopping you before you get to the hangars and the runways? I don't. I don't know what they're doing, and this is why we're having the conversation. I don't know what they're gonna do. You know. You're in your Toyota Tacoma and you're and you're like, I'm not stopping until I see something cool, yeah. until I see an alien. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you a 50 cal is going to be in your engine block and you're not going to be going There's, very much further. I cannot. No way. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. There's going to be a fence or something that will stop you prior I to heard, them shooting. I heard on the news that they were going to have extra security and all that stuff to keep people away and they will be shooing people away. Extra security mm-hmm. cannot Armed security. keep 1.5 million well, one people point, away. One, I they're realize, not coming. I but that. I guarantee you, is 10,000 realistic? They Maybe. Can, you can't stop 10,000 people. I'm just saying. I'm telling you don't go. But I have an idea. Yeah? What if you are stupid and you decide to go? Uh, you need a tour guide. Well, or you need uh, equipment. What do you bring? Yeah. All right. So my friend Nina Barlow, you may recognize Nina's name because she owns Barlow Jeep Rentals in Moab and in Sedona. Okay. She's also a freelancer for Peterson's Four Wheel Off-Road and JP Magazine and some of her other magazines. She has something she, to do with the the, the Rebel yep, Rally? She's been part of the Rebel ah, Rally, works a lot with name. Jeep and, uh, and with Ram, and she's a desert guide. Do you think she's going to partake in this? No, but I think she could tell us what the hell to bring if you decide you're stupid enough and you're going. She needs to go. <laughs> to Area 51 she, yeah, or she just needs to go? But she's got experience. If anyone could get you out to the base, it would be her. No, she's not taking you to the base. Really? No. No. She's not going to be the coyote for you to go to the base. <laughs> no, but, but I bet she'd tell us how to outfit your rig. Let's, uh, let's all just right. All right, let's give her a call. Okay. Hello. Nina, it's Lightning and Holman from the Truck Show Podcast. What's happening? Well, hey, guys. How's it going? Well, we're just having this little conversation about the uh, 1.6 million people who have said that they're going to storm Area 51. And I thought, if you're dumb enough to do that, you're probably dumb enough to just (laughs) pull out of your driveway and your, you know, truck and not be prepared. And said, we should call Nina and see if she can give us some tips on how to outfit ourselves if we're going to go to Area 51. Well, she doesn't sell armor plating, so... Yeah, but know. she can tell us to bring water. Well, That's I, probably important. Okay. <laughs> well, So first off, Nina, you, you, you're familiar with the event, right? Or the supposed, yes. if, if quote-unquote, air quotes, event, <laughs> event yeah. right? Do you think that, first, do you think that it'll really happen? 
Do you think that people really will show? Well, if if there's a uh, 1.6 million people that say they're coming, there's at least that many of us that are planning to show up with our lawn chairs and umbrella and some gear <laughs> and some good binoculars to watch from a distance. <laughs> now you hold on a second. You, you joke, but Nina, will you really go and sit in a lawn I'm, chair? I and, might go to watch. You oh, would yeah, not go. Well, I would go. So I think it's really funny that you guys called me because um, I happen to be um, well. So on advice of legal counsel, I cannot actually disclose my exact current location. What? But well, hold on, Nina. Is, is this? Is it this is a hot topic of conversation? Is this? <laughs> Nina has embargoes, and by the way, Nina has a yes. stack of NDAs just like I do. So we can't push yeah. it too hard. <laughs> yes, we're doing. A, I'm at an undisclosed location doing undisclosed things with uh, an undisclosed organization. Are any of them illegal? <laughs> On advice of counsel, I must decline. To <laughs> uh, what type of lawn chair would you recommend? The, the the tall ones or the ones that are really close to the ground? Or the ones that are mesh that always fall apart and our butts fall through? <laughs> yes. Well, that would be ideal. <laughs> I'm going to go with you know the, the, the cool ones that have like the built-in umbrellas. And, of course, the all-important, you have to have two cup holders. Yes. Not those from the one cup holder ones. You know? I, I agree, because you might be out there a while watching the carnage as the military fires on the <laughs> tens of thousands of civilians who think they're taking their Tacoma and uh, and going to get to the hangar. But you're, okay. Right. Lightning doesn't believe me. I'm telling him they will defend the base with deadly force if I do they not, have to. No, I do not think he so. He thinks that enough people are going to get to the runway and like do donuts in their frontier or their power wagon or whatever. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's not happening. <laughs> There's going to be people out there with their bougie Range Rovers and stuff. Yeah, but they'll be oh, way yeah. behind. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> well, I will say that uh, they are practicing. The, the boys are out. They're practicing. They're ready. So. Oh, no, wait, how, wait, 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 wait. how do you know that? Uh, because uh, a big orange jeep out in the middle of the desert makes a really makes some really good target practice opportunities. <laughs> so we've we've had some very close uh, now close encounters this week. <laughs> wait, wait, a, wait a minute. So uh, we what uh, do you mean? Uh, Nina and I were wait. talking about this on Facebook. So uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things in the desert, especially when you're near military complexes, not that Nina is because we can't disclose her location, correct, but correct. in <laughs> case you were, one of my favorite things is when a military jet strafes you. Mm-hmm. And right. I have been in a canyon before where an A-10 warthog scared the living crap out of me and wiggled <laughs> its tail uh, its tail fins as it flew away as a thank you, you're dead. <laughs> yes, right. And I believe Nina had a similar experience uh, this week. Yes, we did. And there was uh, there was some change of shorts involved. <laughs> <laughs> did they come? Ba- did he come back and wave at you, or was uh, we were dead? You're dead to him after that point. I, I I couldn't say. I couldn't say. But we we were close enough that we could see him grinning. In the <laughs> You're cockpit, kidding me. And he had a mole on his right cheek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, butt cheek or face cheek? <laughs> now were That's you close. were you advice of counsel? No. <laughs> were you too close to the installation? No, no. She's not or, near an installation. She's just in the desert she's just in the desert just in the desert she was close to the desert desert at the time how do you know that they're training uh well what else are they out there for joy rides no but i'm saying okay nina you Uh, i'm trying to put the pieces together you're a desert guide you have spent (laughs) countless miles and days and years and whatever in the desert you know the desert you know the military installations you know the planes that fly over and like myself you'll be out on a trail and you may get an air show an impromptu air show out in the middle of nowhere which is which is a complete joy 
Do That's you right. think that they would fire on people trying to raid the base? Ooh, I think I think that they're gonna. There's gonna be steps to it. You know, they'll get the okay. And and what's funny to me is that, and Sean, you know this too. It's like if you cross the boundary of any military oh, yeah. installation, not just Area 51, any of them, you get a very prompt visit some, from some nice young men with machine guns. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's going to be the first step, you know, and it'll it'll be, uh, you know, please and ma'am and everything initially. The first time. The first time, right. <laughs> yeah, the, the deeper of those rings that you penetrate, but, uh, bigger and bigger things come, like the guys in the black UH-60 Blackhawks. I, I understand, right. but let's let's set the stage here. If you have, let's call it 5,000 off-road vehicles, uh-huh. okay? Mm-hmm. Five, th- that's a tremendous mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. Like, that stretches from left to right for Can like, I just two point miles, out right? that if you have air superiority like you did in uh, Iraq or Afghanistan— Blowing up 5,000 vehicles, not a big deal. It's not going to happen. What if they take Can a B-52 and they carpet bomb a big trench in front of them as they're all coming down, and they all just nose right into they it? They wouldn't do that. I, Again, they wouldn't do that. You don't think that— I am You think they're going to let people reach the base? Yes. You are wrong. No way. You're wrong. No way. I'm telling you that they're <laughs> not going to— Can you imagine— the public outcry from around the world that people just want to sightsee and they're going to kill uh-huh. innocent civilians. You read the sign. Want... I understand <laughs> that. But, dude, if a guy breaks into my house. I'm shooting him. Not you, shoot, you, well, I you might can, let him break You can your go house. to jail because you <laughs> no, shot the dude. No, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. Now, if you shot him in the back as he's running away, yes, you could go to jail. Somebody breaks into your house, you shoot him. Here in California, in most places, you're good to go. There's. No way they're shooting 5,000 civilians that are just going to see. They don't know if they're civilians. Base. How do you know it's not Al Qaeda all in a bunch of. Because Toyota they can highlights. see them on Facebook. It's Joe from Silmar, California. No, what if that's a ruse? And now, now you have to protect the base and it's a ruse. Okay, this doesn't matter yet because we will see what happens. What I want to know. Nina, do you have any tips for what you should bring to survive in the desert? Especially, let's say, let's put it this way. No, you should stay the hell away. You, you, you make it to Area 51's boundary, and a uh, let's say a 50 cal hits your spindle, and you've now lost your front right wheel, and your engine block has a 50 cal bullet in it, and you're done. What do you need in your vehicle to either get home or to survive until uh, in, until your friend can sneak out and take you back? So, so I, what I, I don't like is that you're just assuming failure right off the bat. You know, I, you <laughs> know, I think we should talk about, um, you know, if you do get in, then what? Okay. Then, you know, really, what do you, what do you need to be prepared? Okay, lightning I mean, are scenario. There aliens there? Do do we? You know, I like this. You you know, what if you get to go for a ride with aliens or something? I mean. I'm bringing Twinkies and, you know, like Reese's Pieces, you know. Um. I, I like that. Okay, so what if the Foil alien everything. or the alien technology, what mm. if there's an invisible force field and it just vaporizes mm. you and you disappear not, off the well, planet? Hey, that's not happening. You don't know that? We, I mean, people want to just see a base uh-huh. and they want to see they want to see a spacecraft, but they're not going to see. They're not gonna, I don't think anyone's thinking they're going to break into the base and go to some bunker that's underground. That's uh, not happening. Wait, okay, so how do you stop that from happening, Professor Lightning? Because they're sealed doors, and I'm sure that uh-huh. they're-, they're Our men with guns! Feet. I get it, but <laughs> once you get out of your vehicle and you stand at the foot of a building, you're not going any further. It's sealed, 
and it's designed to keep out everyone. Really? It's going to keep out 10,000 no, people but pushing the building over? It is different when you're in a vehicle and uh-huh. you're going over the over the hills. It would take at least hundreds of military you personnel. You think there's not hundreds of stop. military personnel at a base? The most top secret base in all of all that we know about in the United States. You don't think there's hundreds of military people sitting there? I don't know. Oh. I'm just saying that they could open <laughs> fire on thousands. Well, of here's what I would do. I would go over to uh, to Nina's uh, Barlow Rentals, okay, and I would rent <laughs> one of her jeeps, and I would buy the insurance just to make sure that uh, I didn't use my. And that way, when well, they see my license plate, they can't trace who I am. Do I have to rent a jeep, or does she have other things to? Oh to rent no, me? no, yeah. You you need to make sure you specify you your. Renting for the storming fifty one. <laughs> Ain't never coming back. We, we, we have these specially outfitted jeeps. We have run flats. We have full bulletproof glass doors. Yeah. Foil lined everything, and of course the all important you know the double light bar with the rock lights. You know the full light package. So if I go so, to Barlow.us yeah. and I'm looking at which uh, this is the storm area fifty one package. What does the daily rate increase from? Are you just <laughs> making all this up? You guys are just doing your own little shtick here. I, I don't know. Like, I really legitimately want to know what Nina rents. No, we we do just rent just plain old jail Rubicons. So they're you know with names. Yes, with names. They're all named. They're all girls' names. So I'm out. uh, I'm out here with Ginger right now. By the way, (laughs) Nina has been telling me I could drive Ginger for like the past year because Ginger is a Rubicon and 37s with the two liter e-torque engine. I told her I'm not 100 percent sold on that powertrain. She's like, come on out and drive Ginger. So that's that's how I know Ginger. How many vehicles do you have? Uh, We have about 25 Wranglers in rental rotation, not counting you know support vehicles and stuff. Yeah, between the Sedona and the Moab store. And we just got our first Gladiator in with a couple more on the way. And oh, you are going to do something kind of cool eventually with those. I saw you talking about yeah. it, which is sort of a neat deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you know, anybody can rent a, a JL Rubicon, right? But, yeah, if you want to go overlanding, that's what we're going to set up our Gladiators for. You know, that longer wheelbase and more cargo space in the back uh, makes it really a great overlanding platform. And you were talking about outfitting with like a rooftop tent and some other goodies on there so that you could go for a a couple days out in the middle of nowhere, which is pretty cool. Well, how many days can I rent one for if I want to go on a month-long excursion? Uh, You can rent it for up to 30 days at a time. There you go. There you go. (laughs) So I'm going to rent one. Drive to to Area 51. Drive to Area 51. Go to jail for a month. No, no, no. I'm going to get shot, and then I'm going to need Nina Service to (laughs) airlift my dead carcass out of there. (laughs) She's not taking the carcass. She's taking her Jeep back. Oh, that's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Nina, we appreciate your insight. Uh, Is there anything else that uh, I'm hearing from you? Go for it. <laughs> That's not really what I heard. No, no. Honestly, you know, obviously, you need to download your favorite podcasts. You know, to be ready. You're out in the middle of the desert. Not necessarily going to be any good signal. Um, but of course, you should also have a good lawyer on retainer. So. Perfect. <laughs> That's my, great advice. All right. Well, if you want to uh, raid uh, Area 51 on September 20th, Barlow.us has your uh, vehicle of choice that will get you, well, at least as far as anybody's going to get, which probably isn't that far. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, Nina, you're the best. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll talk guys. to you soon. Thanks. Holman, you think the uh, truck that I'm driving would actually get me all the way to the base? Ooh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was watching you drive that thing, and uh, 
Looks a little squirrely on the road there. It's uh, I think it's the tires. I'd like yeah. to blame it on that. It's not the horsepower. It's a compound turbo. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, it's hauling ass. I've been borrowing my friend's. Uh, I think it's 2014 Ram 67. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's fast because uh, pretty bone stock except for the engine. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say it has um street legal accessories because it might not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that I. Uh, I know the answer to that and the yeah. haziness behind it as you pulled away the other day. But uh, <laughs> I will say what. That, oh, it still has a DPF on there. I will say what. There might not be anything in the DPF. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Let's not go there. Uh, because uh, we should not hasten our own demise as uh, no, we shouldn't. enthusiasts. No, so, we shouldn't. Uh, we, we rag on God. All right, yeah, let's get off this topic. Here's the thing about the truck, though. It has really crappy tires. <laughs> it has crappy tires. And it's it's way too fast for the tires. And the worn-out suspension. That's right. At the uh, stoplight, you rolled down your window and you made fun of it bouncing around. Yeah, because I was watching it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, in your blind spot, like in the uh, you know your your rear third you know three quarter, mm-hmm. and I'm watching it go over stuff. I'm like, ooh, it's wallowy. It's like, not really what I'm worried about, though. What I am concerned about is the torque converter. Because uh-huh. it shifts when it wants to, not when I want it to. <laughs> and so uh, you're cruising along, and as I roll up to a stoplight, uh-huh. it doesn't downshift. So it just continues to lurch forward in second gear. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and so the you, top end is great. Do you so, know anyone who might have uh, products <clears throat> to fix that? Torque converters? Sure. No. Wouldn't have a clue who to call. Huh. I wonder, wonder where you would go for that. I, wonder. I, I don't know. But I am enjoying the truck a lot. Uh, it it just it hauls ass, and I love oh. that coming sound. I know. It's, I get it now. What's that? How many miles are on it? Uh, 124,000. That guy is getting ready to sell, and you're doing an RTO deal, aren't you? No. Rent to own, baby. No. Yeah. <laughs> Rent to Lightning's going to get a truck. No, you know what? Well, I hope you heard it right there. I said, Lightning's going to get a truck, <clears throat> and he said no. Uh, that's not exactly what I that's, said. But that's exactly I just said, Lightning's going to get a truck. No, 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 no. Hold on. No. Wait, 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 wait. You implied that I was going to get that truck, the truck I'm oh, driving no, 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 now. No, 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 I specifically didn't say, Lightning's buying that truck. No, I said, I, Lightning's going to get a truck. No. I just, we should, can we go back and replay that part? Everyone knows what you meant. You were no. trying to back me into a corner. No. So- I would admit to buying a truck. Buying this truck. A truck. This Any white truck. 2014 uh-huh. Ram 67 uh-huh. 2500 HD. I mean, that truck's too badass for you. I feel like you don't deserve it. I love the Ram boxes in it, uh-huh. although my friend's got a bunch of construction stuff crammed in there. Uh-huh. I was trying to take advantage of the driver's side the other day. You were trying to uh, put your uh, dairy products and your eggs and milk from the <laughs> grocery store in it, and there was a crowbar, and that wasn't going to work. I wasn't. Oh. I was using it. Uh, I was towing with it. He's got a uh, car hauler trailer, which uh-huh. I was using. Wait, I wasn't wait. Using to... Do you have a buddy who let you borrow his truck and his trailer? <laughs> well, so seriously, the rule, guys, he was so lazy. He was so lazy, oh. was so lazy that he didn't want to unhook it. Oh, right. so you're like, package so, deal. Because yeah, like here's the, the deal. Thing. Guys, the rule is... Mm-hmm. Um, put a tonneau on your truck because otherwise people want to borrow it, right? You're the gu- you're the guy. All of our listeners are the guy with the truck that everybody knows, right? Oh, I know a guy. I'm moving this week. No, no, no. Throw a freaking tonneau cover, or put a bunch of hay bales, or gravel, or manure in the back, and so nobody's what's worse. Buy. Is my old dually had uh-huh. a cargo glide in the back? Yeah. So not only did I have that's worse because it wasn't a deck system. I, it is worse, <laughs> way worse. But uh-huh. I had so guys knew that I had. They would always call me when they were moving. Okay, and they knew that it was easy to get stuff in and out, uh-huh. much like it would be with a deck system. Sure. So I, I, this was all flashing back to me okay. as I borrowed my buddy's truck uh-huh. so I could move. Well, but again, I'm going back to if you own a truck and a trailer, mm-hmm. don't ever let anyone know, let people know you own one or the other. 
The guy who's never seen you in, in the truck, let him know you have a trailer. Okay. And the guy who's never seen your trailer, don't let him know you have it. That way, if somebody needs to borrow it, it's one or the other. It's yeah. not both. No, I, got, I scored both. All I right. scored both. And I love I love that Cummins engine, dude. Mm. I just It just gurgles. Love it. Love Cummins. But I don't love it lurching forward through an intersection. Well, I still I still feel <laughs> uh, in the depths of my soul that you probably know where to fix that. Yeah. Something's wrong with one of the uh, the upper compound turbo as well. So the, the downpipe is rattling against the firewall or something doing something crazy. So when you stop, not only when you so when you do get it stopped halfway through the intersection. Oh, I heard it. it oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Was it your bearings and your compressor wheels going to no, go it soon? Turns out, is it well, be? We, we had it up on the lift today uh-huh. and it was the. Uh, Upper compound and the yeah the downpipe out of the upper compound. It gets hot and then it expands and it starts hitting stuff. No, it had to do with the twisting of the engine. So oh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So when you well, get that on much the power throttle, here, you, I bet you could fix it without banging on it with a hammer. A couple new motor mounts. Call it a day. It needs it. When I was sitting next to you, all I have to do is just power brake it and get on the, on the, on the throttle. Well, I heard you. And it would uh, go. And away. by the way, you were doing that in the area by our uh, by our studio mm-hmm. that has the. Uh, most cops per capita. <laughs> right, I do. Like I really everywhere, and I'm like, don't do, up, it. don't do it. Don't do <laughs> it. Don't do it. I had to do it, though. <laughs> this is a bad spot. I didn't They're get all... popped. Nope. Well, I wasn't speeding. I guess it could have been an exhibition, exhibition of speed. Exhibition of speed, absolutely. Mm. All I'm going to tell you is that- um, With compounds, you... though, it doesn't, you don't get a, a fast zero to 60, at least with these. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's deceiving. It's a diesel. It's pushing you back. Trust me. I was on the outside watching you going- Yep, and I'm looking around because where we are, we're Whee! we're at the intersection of Hawthorne. We're not too far from Torrance. We're in Manhattan Beach or uh, El Segundo, and Manhattan Beach is on the other border. Mm-hmm. And then you have a major freeway off ramp, not too far from LAX, where the CHP get get off. So there are always, always police cars around here. Always. So I chose a bad spot to get on the throttle. Well, no, you chose a great spot, but I I think that you probably <laughs> have your uh, your luck card punched twice on that one. Like you, my what card? Your luck card. Oh, luck. Yeah. Yes. You you wasted two uh, two of your <laughs> ten punches on that one, and and so just be aware you're you're gonna come up a lot quicker. Fan of compounds? No. I, I mean, what about on your mini? Uh, well, it's got a super. Tr- oh, don't even. What a dick. <laughs> oh, uh, walk yeah. right into that mm, one. Compound turbos. <laughs> Holman, I hear that some <laughs> went down in the world of trucks. What's, What's new, new in trucks? trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Ah! Uh, I think it was pretty good, except I went, I was like, um, you, so I was going through puberty right there. You are uh, glitching tonight. You and just, your computer. But it was like, ah. Uh, you're, yeah, you're, there's something wrong with you. Strange. Well, there's always something wrong with no, me. No, but like today it's different. I'm off? Yeah, it's just there's like, a, you're glitchy. I am glitchy. <laughs> oh, now I'm glitchy and you're the one sneezing on Mike. That wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Some other dude. Hey, they'll talk when it's their time. Okay, one, one of our guests is coming on <laughs> yeah, so, right. shortly. Well, this uh, this week was light on news, but there's some big stories. Wait, wait a second. It was light on news, but there are big stories. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm torn. I don't, is it light or is it heavy? Uh, it's, uh, if you're BFG, it's heavy. Okay. All right, tell me why. Big why. fan of BFG tires. Right. Huge I know you are. Fan. You Love have been, yes. Great okay. tire. Yes. Great tire. But uh, now, is it is it your favorite tire company? I will or say. Or is it, it by application? It depends, but it's one of my favorites. It's, okay. uh, it's on my list. It's on my list of personal things I ride, like especially uh, BFGs, uh, Toyos. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have a great relationship with Toyo. Um, Nittos. We've mm-hmm. had a Milestar on. We've, there's, a, there's a lot of them. 
But BFG is on my personal list. That's that's what tire I'd run so on my personal. So what stuff. happened? Why does it pertain to our audience? Well, so uh, you know, most of these companies have a third-party uh, vendor who does their social, as you know. Yes. You work for a company where you do it in-house. That's correct. And, and that's why there are occasionally typos. And the, well, <laughs> and the reason you do it in-house is to avoid things like this. Oh, no. What happened? Yeah. So so uh, if I screw up, I can hit delete yep. in seconds. Yep. So apparently Cameron Ramage and Skylar Pittman from Utah were in what's called a budget Raptor. It's when you lift a Crown Victoria with big wheels and tires and you put big shocks on it and you go out in the desert and do pre-runner stuff in your Crown Vic. Okay. It's actually kind of fun and kind of a crazy idea and we've seen guys do- It's uh, always in a Crown Vic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're just easy to lift and they're body on frame and they're like the guy who's done Hell's Revenge in Moab in the Crown Vic. That's like a famous YouTube video, but their guys are out there. So these guys have this Crown Vic. It looks like maybe a old police interceptor. It's got the black steel wheels and it's got the, uh, the um, you know, spotlights on the side, but then they have like a truck push bar with like off-road lights on it. Okay. Here's the problem. Um... They took a picture of themselves illegally doing donuts out in the Bonneville salt flats. Oh. And sent it to BFG and their people who- Posted it. Yeah. Thinking it was cool. Yeah. I can see how that could happen. And the outrage was swift. Oh. Um, Now, so it's illegal because- Because it's a sensitive area. So Bonneville salt flats is one of Utah's most iconic places. That's where all the speed race, right? Right, right, right. But I didn't know- how is doing donuts so much more disruptive it's, than it's thirty thousand acres of dry lake bed, and because of its flat terrain, it's well liked for setting you know speed records and how smooth it is. However, the salt flats are extremely fragile, and there's a thin crust, and racing is only allowed in a certain portion when the salt is thick enough to support the weight of a vehicle. Once you break through the crust, it causes a lot of damage. So you're not allowed to be out there unsanctioned, just off-roading like open route and okay. things like that. Okay. And so there's only designated areas that are set aside for racing and off-roading, all that kind of stuff. And, well, the video and photos that surface... So they were not in one of these designated areas, nor the designated time of year. And uh, there are also two Utah residents, and it sort of kind of looks bad, right? So this photo got out on social media, and the contractor didn't know that it was illegal, and they put it up. Anyway, swift uh, response, BFG... To their benefit, took it down right away. Um, the quote here from Dennis Sullivan, president of the Utah uh, Salt Flats Racing Association, says, We applaud BF Goodrich's quick response in removing the post once it became aware of the irresponsible act. BF Goodrich has long ties to Bonneville and its tires have helped racers set land speed records over many decades. The company values this unique venue and has joined the racing community in efforts to restore the salt. And he says BFG uh, will make a $5,000 donation to save the Salt Foundation. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, the BLM uh, has been- Bureau of Land Management? Yes, has been notified, uh, but they're in the middle of a currently uh, uh, a $50 million plan to save the salt flats. The crust has become so thin in areas that's uh, completely unusable because it can't support the weight of the vehicle. So Mm. the plan includes building ponds and ditches and installing pipelines and pumps. And the researchers hope to pump 540 million gallons of brine onto the salt flats to deposit new salt on top of that depleted crust. But, you know, when you guys are going out there and you're in a sensitive area doing stuff like that, that's not – it's just not good for any of us. Yeah. It looks looks bad on the community, looks bad on you, and uh, hate to see that stuff happen and hate to see uh, such a, a big brand like BFG sort of, you know, get hit with something like that. 
I mean, there's always some dude that thinks it's funny. You know, there was the the guys where they they weren't Boy Scouts. Who were they? They pushed a big rock oh, over that had been boulder. there for like a yeah, million years. It wasn't Boy Scouts, but yeah, yeah. Some, something like that. And yeah. then there's well, that guys. stuff happens all the time where people graffiti. You know, there's graffiti on top of like old, uh, you know, petroglyphs and things. I mean, just people are just people are dicks. People stop being dicks. Like that's just the thing. I mean, stop rolling coal on the grandma. You know, yeah, like crossing the stop, crossing the crosswalk, stop ruining. And stuff. You know, like go out, have fun, recreate. But do it responsibly, please. You use that term a lot, recreate. No one I know has ever used that term, recreate. Uh, that's probably because you don't hang out with recreators. <laughs> you just sit in your, your tiny house I hang out with your tiny couch. wreckers and creators, <laughs> but not recreators. Well, that's recreators. Uh, we know what we I do. Don't, so next time someone comes over and I'm in my backyard yep. and I'm sitting on the lounge chair and yep. they're like, what are you doing? I'm going to say, I'm recreating. No, that's not recreating. That's relaxing. Well, then what's recreating? When you're taking part in recreation, duh. But that is recreation in my backyard. What are you recreating back there? I'm not. You can't. Don't don't mix the terms, just to confuse. Do they, are they spelled differently? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, how about this? What's the most annoying thing about emojis? The fact that there are more coming. <laughs> well, there are that, but <laughs> I would not say that's the most annoying thing. No, no, it's certainly not. Um. Okay. What is most annoying about emojis? How about when we do the emoji for the podcast? We do the headphones, we do the microphone. Sure. Right? But something's missing. Uh, what, a truck? There are no pickup trucks in the emoji world. That's true. There are zero pickup trucks. There are commercial vehicles, but there are no pickup trucks. Well, check this out. Ford designed and submitted for consideration for the 2020 Unicode release a pickup truck. <gasps> Hold on. Crowd is going wild. They're a little reserved, but they're picking up some steam. I want to hear the hooting and hollering. But wait, it hasn't been accepted yet. Not yet. So if you look through the list of the most common emojis, you'll notice a small pickup truck is missing. Ford Motor Company wants to change that. So in honor of World Emoji Day, uh, an unofficial holiday celebrated with emoji events and product releases, Ford is getting into action with its new pickup truck emoji. So here it is. You want to check it out? Yeah, say that. So this is a blue pickup truck, it's an extended and it, cab. Also, based on the uh, the side markers, it does look a little F series. A little Fordish. I, yeah. I like the uh, the fender flares are also very kind of Ford body style. Sure. It says although there are three thousand approved icons directly related to transportation alone, there's no pickup trucks. Hmm. I guess that's sort of weird because pickup trucks are all over the world. Is How there have a petition that we can have our listeners sign? Uh, I don't know. Here's what it says. You can literally find everything, including cars, scooters, boats, and spaceships. Uh, Ford originally submitted a proposal in 2018 to the Unicode Consortium, and its pickup truck emoji is now on the candidate list to possibly be included in the 2020 update. If approved, the emoji will be customized for all mobile platforms. And so uh, Joe Hendricks, Ford's automotive president, says, when customers started demanding a truck emoji, we knew we had to help make it happen. <laughs> he said his team spent a lot of time digging through the message boards, watching social media feeds, and talking with influencers. The end result is a modern icon that gives all truck fans a modern truck emoji. wonder how they decided on a, uh, an extra cab. Because they could have went you know, with a crew, crew cab. cab because or... I think it's too short. If you did a crew cab, maybe the bed wouldn't have been long enough to look like the right proportions of a pickup. Right. Hmm. So here's to uh, here's to Ford in uh, having her back in the emoji world. I hope we get our pickup truck because I have often been stymied when looking for a pickup truck emoji. I have often been stymied when I went to look for a word that meant the same as stymied, and I couldn't come up with stymied. How about the difference between uh, recreate and recreate? All right, same deal. <laughs> 
All right, uh, one last thing here. It is time of year for the 14th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards, where you can find yours truly, the Truck Show Podcast, in the list of nominated podcasts. Uh, but how many are how, how many really are nominated? I Hundreds. Have, well, so what we need is we need our uh, podcasting listeners to go to podcastawards.com and vote for the Truck Show Podcast. And hopefully this time uh, next year we'll be able to call ourselves an award-winning podcast, not just a. Are uh, we in a classification where we even have a chance? We we, we would we can't win against NPR and Joe Rogan and the Biggies. Uh, I'm just saying that. Well, you, like where you you are the most negative Debbie Downer ever. It's uh, but uh, it's us. It's lightning. I come with thunderstorms, sad thunderstorms. I cry <laughs> tears of rain. No, it's us. That's why we're. I, I'm we're the thunder. Awesome. I'm the thunderstorm emoji. Is that what yes, I am? You are just walking around with no, a thunderstorm emoji. No, but I don't want to waste any head. podcast time talking about this. www.podcastawards.com. Register. Our podcast is in the running for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Against how many other high-profile podcasts? No, it doesn't matter because our guys aren't voting for the other ones. All I'm saying is. Go to the podcast awards, vote for us. That's it. People's Choice Podcast Whatever. Awards, people. Whatever. I mean, I pre- if listen, if you guys do it, we appreciate it without question, but we ain't going to win. <laughs> I mean, come on. Wow. Because it's us. Do you not believe in us? I believe in us. But you don't believe in we us. We talk about trucks. We're not talking about, it's not murder porn. This is a popularity or... contest. Let's show them how popular we are and win this uh, category. Okay, look, I know that we're huge in trucks and we yes. do really well in automotive, uh-huh. often top five, but I mean, I mean, seriously. We're the number one truck podcast out there. Come we on. We are. Yes, we are. Just go out and vote for us, people. All right. Oh, anyway, wow! You just sucked There's the wind no right out of my sails. That's it. Why well, you had you one truck story? Two. That wasn't. We're not a truck story. The emoji. The emoji. Oh, and the BFG. Yes. And All the right. off-roading. The illegal off-roading. Don't do it. <sighs> we are deeply sorry. <laughs> I'm not We're sorry. sorry. No, not sorry. We're sorry. Not sorry. We're Lightning sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, you're the only sorry person here. I'm a I'm a happy, uh, excitable, engaged uh, truck enthusiast. <laughs> Just trying to spread our truck news to truck dumb around the world. Hey Holman, did you hear? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's my uh, that's my <laughs> catchphrase. Can I borrow it for just for a minute? Well, what do you, I'll what give do you, it back to do you. you. Is it like do you have something worthwhile to attach to? I it? think I do. I think that mm. I have found a song that could be very controversial. Oh, so you're saying you have news? I have news. I have so, truck news. So you're in my lane for a moment. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's okay. a it's a it's a wide lane. You know what I mean? Full of no. like uh, no. burritos and uh, there's no. It's there's, a, a there's, narrow, windy single track, and only I can be on it. Not at all. It's wide and it has like uh, uh, rappers from fast food like trailing about. Man, the neighborhood went down in a hurry when you came on board. <laughs> all right, well let's let's see what your uh, what your new segment looks okay, like. Okay, so here. So I was listening to New Music Friday on Spotify, as I do, because uh-huh. we're on Spotify. I was going to say, you weren't listening to us on Spotify? I know what we sound like, okay. and I knew our show already, uh-huh. and I love listening to New Music Friday on, on Spotify, okay. and I come across a song that I think is going to be, A, a hit. Uh-huh. I'm not a country music fan, I but am. I got to say that, that I, I don't dislike it like I used to. I was, I was like you, growing up, kind of punk rock. Yeah, here, here's the deal. I was that kid from SoCal like you, loving rock and roll, alternative, punk rock, all that stuff, ska, whatever. And then I went and had a divorce. 
and I met country music. <laughs> and I went, holy crap, this is good. Hi, country and, music. And honestly, that's when I got into country music, oh, and I've liked it ever since. So. Interesting. My wife has become obsessed with it recently, so it became, it was, first it was barely tolerable, mm-hmm. then more tolerable. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I like it. However, I could easily go to a show and, yeah, and enjoy, enjoy it. I've, uh, enjoy it. Our friends at Nissan sponsored Blake Shelton's concert series last year, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Gave me tickets for my birthday. It's hard not to, to go to like be a VIP. Blake Shelton. He was amazing I mean? live. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good live. And ironically, I have interviewed probably thirty or forty country stars sure, I'm sure at you the have. radio station. Yeah. So I come across a new song called "Chevys and Fords" by Billy Ray Cyrus and Johnny McGuire. All right. Now. At first, you're like, yeah, whatever, Chevy's Chevy's and Fords. But wait a minute. It's a country song, and then you're like, what what point did your dog get stolen? Nah, I mean, there is all that. Best friend takes your wife. There is all that, but you can write a song, I think, about Chevy's, or you can write a song about Fords, but can you write a song about Chevy's and Fords? No, you know what this is? Armageddon. No. This is is cats and dogs living together. This is the audio version of that Coles t-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> it could be It might be right It, it could that be t- If that t-shirt was a song This would be it They were sitting in that church parking lot Every Sunday Out in front of the bars And parked under the stars With a girl in your arms You don't want nothing more Than a guy from a long line Of Chevys and they're talking about the, the their hometown and how everyone yeah. grew up with Chevys and Fords, like right? Yeah, so it's Although, a it's a very very catchy song. But dude, what kind of brawls does it start, right? Well, what about the Ram guys? Well, that's clear that they they, they left out got the they, the, they got the, the Dodge shaft guys. There. Yeah. What about the uh, the Nissan and Toyota guys? What about the El Camino guys? Oh, dude, no, <laughs> no, they're busy. No, 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 they're busy fighting with the Ranchero guys right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, Do but, you? No, no, hold on a second. I'm being serious. Do you think this song? Remember, we talked about a couple weeks ago the family that had a fight over yes. over Easter and Fords. Yes, they had a fight at Easter dinner. One shot the other one. Right. Yeah. So, what controversy is Billy Ray Cyrus and Johnny McGuire starting accidentally? Or is it on purpose? I don't know. I kind of want to go back to the whole El Camino versus Ranchero guys fight. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Uh, funny side story. I was going through Instagram. David Freiberger bought like an 83 Dodge Rampage. Okay. Which was their front wheel drive K car El Camino. Oh my God. I feel like we need to talk to him because we had that whole discussion with him about what's a truck. So I posted on his Instagram. I'm like, hashtag, but is it a truck? We need to talk to either Billy Ray Cyrus or Johnny McGuire. Well, you have the whole Rolodex of the music industry. I that, just found the song. I know, but I can't, I don't know how to find well, them. Well, I'll call. All right, you find I'll them. call. I'll get all this publicist. You know, and they'll go. I'll just phone up Miley, his daughter, and go, "Hey, what up? I need your dad on the on the horn. Get him. Your dad home? <laughs> yeah, his dad home. Miley, get your dad. Um, I don't think she lives with him anymore. I, well, I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't take your call. Uh, I mean, he might. He might, dude. I have heard. Listen, we all made fun of Billy Ray Cyrus back in the day, like yeah, everyone did. Well, he did have mullet and. By all accounts, he is the nicest human nice guy, yeah, on the that. planet. Uh, absolutely. So I would, I would enjoy talking to him, and I want to find out what the what the but history don't, is. But don't promise stuff that you can't deliver. I'm not promising that I'm going to. I'm not. Pro- Are you going to promise for that the try? I yes, you okay. have my word. Okay. I will call his publicist and say he's singing about Chevy and Ford trucks. Yeah. There is no better outlet to to express his love. Then on a show about four-wheel vehicle, yes. Okay, I like your angle. 
All right, well, we'll see if you can deliver. If you can deliver, I will be mighty impressed. I'm going to try. And on the day that I get called back home to the Lord, I bet there's a long line of Chevys and Fords. Oh, man, he's going to die, but there are going to be Chevys and Fords in heaven. Oh, man, wipe that tear from your eye. A home, and I don't want to end on a somber note, so I'm going to read a poem that I see here from uh, Phil Hoyle, who commented on the Chevys and Fords Billy Ray Cyrus video on YouTube. Okay. So uh, here we go. I always wanted a Chevy or a Ford, but that was just a few dollars more than we could afford. My folks saved our money to get what we can, so our truck and our transit were the same Sienna van. (laughs) A Chevy or Ford was priced just beyond us, so I come from a long line of Toyotas and Hondas. Thank you for that uh, that touching display of wordsmithing. Hey, did you hear? Uh, you can have it back now. Yes. <laughs> uh, one last little news bit for me. Uh, I know we talked about our friend Jim Morrison from Ram, mm-hmm. Ram Trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is no longer at Ram. <gasps> oh, no. Did he leave or did they let him go? He's now running jeep north america oh hot damn <laughs> so uh so our good friend jim by the way jim listens to the podcast okay and he will actually text me stuff and i and talk about the shows so jim if you're listening a little shout out congratulations yeah. from your friends over Absolutely. the truck show podcast you've been uh very good to us over the years with uh talking about ram and we can't wait to talk to you about some more jeep stuff and i know he's yeah, got uh buddy. that's right he's got some stuff to talk about in the next uh i don't know x amount of time Wish I could tell you, but we'll let Jim you, win. Uh, no, really? Come on. Uh, there's more? Embargo. Hey, we should get into our guest now. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we haven't had a guest in the studio since what? Since Alan Macy from the Manual uh, Gearbox Preservation uh, Society? Yes. That was our last one. Yes, and he was. Uh, he turned out to be a gem. He was a gem. Because didn't he design the gem? Uh, he was one of the people on the gym. Hey, did <laughs> yeah. you, which is actually a true story. Yes. Uh, he reached out and emailed us and said, hey, if you guys want giveaways for your 500 uh, five-star listener meetup, yeah. he'll uh, provide us with some swag. Oh, really? Yes. We need to take him up on that. So I think we're going to do a, uh, a raffle. Okay. We're going to do a raffle. What, because he's going to be like two items? No, he could give us plenty for everyone. Well, Stickers. And then, hey, do you remember our old signs? I don't know. They're around here somewhere. Our old signs from the old studio. Mm-hmm. I think we should sign them and raffle them off. Who's going to want something that we signed? People that are going to come all the way no. to Los Angeles to hang no. out with us. Kind of like On self- August 10th. What kind of inflated self-worth do you have? A lot. <laughs> like, I, you know what? I believe in us more than you do. Okay. All right. All right. Turn off the AC. We're going to start to swelter because we have guests I know. in Can you studio. hear it? You can probably hear it because we actually have the other mics on tonight. So you know here, what? Do we just go. come clean and say sorry? I think it's going to get seriously way too hot with the five of us. I, in here. It, I know there are five. L- of leave us it in on, here. and we're going to apologize in advance. Although Abigail's hear- quiet, she doesn't she doesn't say anything. She just sits in the corner and stares at us and just laughs. Quiet as a mouse in the corner on the casting. All couch. right. What if I left the fan on, but we turned it down a little bit? I don't think it's going to matter. It's on. It's on. All right. So we've already spent too much time ex- apologizing for our. All right, fan. I'm putting on number one. Here's what we need. We I wish we had a company that had like I don't know coolant or something. Mm-hmm. You know that would be a really good way. How about to a keep company cool? that does innovative things? Uh, but we might be. Do we have that tonight? How about a company that makes parts? Welcome to the parts department. Screw, nut, filter, oil, grill, tools, wheels, tires, brakes, lights, gears, belts. And your wife warns you not to. Don't you spend our money? 
and then you wanna come back. Because gentlemen, we're in the parts department and you have stuff we want and our wives aren't always thrilled about it. Let's just be honest. But I'm pretty sure they would want <laughs> these parts because okay. these are things that are gonna keep you going down the road, especially if you uh, are overheating, like we are currently in our tiny little studio. Yes, we are. Uh, or No one if, believes that we have guests right now because they haven't said anything. All right, uh, that's so, true. Who, you wanna do the honors or shall I? Uh, do you want to do it? Okay. You always do it. Do you all want right. me to do it? So, all right, you go. All right. So we've got uh, Charles uh, Culverhouse, who's the CEO of Old World Industries. You might think, Old World Industries? Where have I heard that before? And, uh, and Now, that's the club in Huntington Beach that we used to party no, that, at? That's, to that's, no, 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 no. That's that, Old World. Oh, that's Old and World. And that is uh, for Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. Completely different. Okay, got it. And then we have uh, Mark Alexander, who's in charge of, is it product for Old World Industries? Right, product management. Product management. All right, so- you may say, I don't know who OWI is, but I guarantee you, if you listen to the show, you do. And that's because OWI owns and produces Peak Antifreeze. No! Which, which I believe is the number one selling coolant in, uh, in the, world? the U.S. Not sure, the world. For the right, podcast, we'll the world. There you go. <laughs> uh, and uh, for you diesel guys out there, they uh, they produce the number one selling uh, DEF, diesel exhaust fluid. And so uh, these guys are pretty important to keep so your vehicle going down the road. So these are huge brands in the truck community, in the automotive community in general. So they're number one supplier of antifreeze coolants in the U.S., number one supplier of diesel exhaust fluid in North America with their Blue Def product. Why, but I think everyone uses Blue Def because it's, I don't know. like Available? The, well, not that it's not available. Well, because you're basically, if you're, if you're driving and you get that stupid 500 miles till your Def tank is empty and you're on a road trip and you pull into the truck stop, you have two choices. Either the big, messy DEF pump that the diesel guys are using, which doesn't always fit into your uh, light-duty truck, you know, uh, the nozzle's often too big, and it will splash out and spray you, and then you get nice little crystals all over. Or you go and buy the uh, 2.5-gallon cube uh, inside, and you pour it in yourself, and it's a lot cleaner that way. So what came first with DEF? The us having to added to our trucks or were you guys making it before it was mandated by the government no we uh actually evaluated the market uh, prior to 2010 that's when the epa mandate came into play and uh you know it started over in europe back in 2006 under ad blue and we evaluated that market looked at what the epa was going to require in 10 and and found out that uh this is a perfect product for our company uh, to be able to not only produce it, but uh, distribute it to our customers, uh, both on the retail side, the big box guys, as well as the commercial side, to take care of that local fleet that's out there. And you guys already had distribution because of your antifreeze product, right? So it was pretty easy for you to slide another product into that uh, into that distribution chain. Most definitely. Um, you know, we've been in the uh, automotive and heavy-duty functional fluid uh, market for 46 years. We're based out of Chicago, uh, and we've got distribution established and have had it out there for, for that entire time. And this, this was just a perfect product for us to bring to market. Uh, we were able to get on the shelf and, and truly become the Kleenex of the industry. So, <laughs> oh, no, but, but that's right. true because at the, you know, prior to that, AdBlue, you'd go to your Mercedes dealer, and I remember it was some ridiculous amount of money. It was like a, a liter bottle was like $25. And you're going... This is like if this is the future, we're all screwed, right? Right. True. I mean, and and then you guys came and and began supplying that, uh, supplying it in the aftermarket, but also it's available everywhere. Every pilot truck stop or travel center or O'Reilly's or AutoZone or wherever so let's, you have to go. Let's pause right here and explain because we have a lot of guys that drive gas trucks and they're not familiar with what DEF is or what it does. They hear us talking about it all the time. So, uh, Charles, Mark, you want to explain what DEF is and why we have to have it? 
So uh, diesel exhaust fluid is uh, 32.5% automotive or medicinal grade urea blended with deionized water. Uh, so it's an ultra pure form of urea. And for those that uh, don't know what urea is uh, normally used for. <laughs> Here it comes. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fertilizer. Uh, and so you've got... Uh, now, wait, when you say fertilizer, what do you really mean? <laughs> well, you know, it's not... Uh, it, it, it's a product that is produced and not by the human body. Yes. Okay, so if I drink uh, so, too many Dr. Peppers, I could not produce DEF fluid myself for my diesel truck. Best not. Okay. Uh, best but not. is this is this pig urine, as people have often said? You know, we've heard it called pig urine, cow urine, just about every uh, kind of urine out there. <laughs> okay, good. There we go. But the reality is it's a uh, really a, uh, a pure form of urea. Um, a lot of this product, our, our urea has been produced for, for decades uh, with some of the global scale uh, fertilizer guys that are out there in the marketplace. So you take this ultra pure grade of urea, blend it with the ionized water, uh, and you get a, a, just a, one of the most basic automotive functional fluids that's in the industry. So if you're a urea farmer back in the early 2000s, and you're the guy who's providing urea to all the agriculture you guys out there. You struck gold. Yeah, absolutely. And all of a sudden, another industry came to you and said, uh, we're going to take that volume and blow it out of the water. We want every drop that you make. They've and done so, well with it. So, <laughs> so, done so, quite so Charles, what does this do in the engine? So if you think about it. Um, or the, uh, the exhaust. The well, that's it. it. I mean, basically, it has nothing to do with the engine. It's a souped-up exhaust system is what you've got. So the SCR system, or selective catalytic reduction, you've got a separate reservoir on that diesel vehicle. Um, Stupidly on GM vehicles, it's under the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Although they changed the new trucks, they changed that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Make it a little more uh, user-friendly. <laughs> user yeah. But the reality is that uh, this product is sprayed um, as uh, NOx is being produced, sprayed into the exhaust stream just prior to the catalytic converter. And unlike oil, it's a consumable, more like fuel. It is. It is. And so you've got uh, a chemical reaction through the catalyst on the catalytic converter, and you get nitrogen and water out the tailpipe. And that's why these, these are the most cleanest burning diesel engines that we've ever seen before. Um, and the most powerful, by the way. Yes, they are. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't want to put all that stuff in my truck. You're like, dude. You're, you've got the most powerful truck that these manufacturers have ever produced. Well, and, and let's, I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know, if there's an elephant in the room, we're burying the headline a little bit. Uh, now in Europe are gas particulate filters. And so as gasoline direct injected uh, vehicles start coming online and more performance, they're also probably going to need exhaust fluid down the line. So you may not need it now, but in the future, uh, this product is probably going to be for the gas guys as well. Yeah, they're looking at a lot of different technologies on the uh, on the gas side, but every OE in the marketplace has opted to really uh, focus on SCR, and that's both for on-road applications, a Class One personal vehicle up to a Class Eight rig, and for off-road as well. So everything uh, that's got a diesel platform, agricultural equipment, um, and now even the marine sector is coming into play. They just had an announcement uh, earlier this week. Uh, IMO has made a decision that your ocean cargo vessels and so forth have to have a NOx abatement system on them. So you're going to see a NOx abatement solution even in the marine sector. No more uh, bunker oil being used <laughs> to power those old freighters uh, across exactly. the ocean. Uh, I've got a question. Uh, we know your product. I could I, not that I wanted to talk about your competitor, but how much market share do you guys have because I don't even know who your competitor is other than the 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 you know uh, DEF that's offered at the OE well, level. Well, if you're on Facebook, the you guys are always trading like what def are you using and the only jugs I ever see are yours. Right. Like there is I know that there are competitors, but I'm not aware of them either. 
Well, the reality is because we were in the functional fluid business, the automotive functional fluid business, we knew that we knew our customers. Um, a lot of our competition is truly from the, the agricultural space. So they had never dealt with a DIYer. They had never dealt with a local local fleet. That's the customers we've been servicing for years. So we were able to get out there. We understand their business. We understand their needs. And we were able to get a, get a product to them uh, that, quite frankly, uh, met their needs or exceeded their needs. So they didn't have the ability to get in the mom-and-pop shops or the repair facilities. And again, where you were there already because you had the antifreeze product. Exactly. Uh, so this product, we had customers that trusted us uh, for prior products that we had introduced to the market. So as I mentioned earlier, DEF was just a, a natural fit for us in addition to our portfolio. And so, Mark, how do you market something like this, a brand new product, when it came? You know, you're like, that. You know, the brass says, we've got a new product. And there's a need out and, there, and people don't even know they need it yet. Right. Well, there's many channels of communication. We want to make sure that we reach our consumer base in every way that we can. And it's also the strength of the brand makes it easy for us to, to demonstrate what the product quality is, what it stands for, and that there is that association with old world and the well-established peak products in the first place. So let me ask you guys, like, if I'm a consumer and I just bought my first diesel truck and I'm in O'Reilly, Pet Boys, what have you, and I'm looking at two different brands, what makes Blue better? It's, it's for our company, that we've set everything up on the production side to where we truly can control everything that touches this product. Uh, the one thing about DEF, though it's the most basic automotive functional fluid that's out in the marketplace, it's easily contaminated. I mean- And has a uh, shelf life. And it has a shelf life. Oh, it does? Yes. It does. Okay. And so- uh, we make certain that when we produce every batch, so let's say we're producing 100,000 gallons at a time, we actually take a sample, we put it in the lab, and we test it before we put it out in the marketplace to make certain the consumer's getting exactly what they're supposed to be getting. Every truck, every rail car is dedicated to this product to make certain that we maintain that quality through distribution to get it to that consumer so that they can utilize it. What happens if I buy junk product? Like, what is the downside? The downside is there's some penalties with this SER system. So you'll actually, depending on the manufacturer, it could shut the rig down completely or the piece of equipment down. It could derate the horsepower, so you're in what they call limp mode. Okay. So oh, yeah, I've been there before. <laughs> we all have, yes. That's when you're driving. Uh, for me, it was driving cross-country, uh, I believe, in our Nissan Titan with the 5-liter uh, Cummins. Mm-hmm. And I was going from Tennessee to California and uh, started getting the deaf light around uh, St. George. And by the time I went to Vegas, it was like, I've got, you know, I think it was 250 miles. Well, Vegas is 280 miles from home. I'm thinking, hmm, do I go for it? And you did. And nope. I, pull, I pulled oh. in uh, pulled into, uh, in Vegas and filled her, filled her up. Oh, that was <laughs> dumb. You should have seen how I far thought you about it. Although Jason Gonderman, who's the editor of Truck Trend, he's been on here before, mm-hmm. he's run quite a few vehicles down to limp mode just to see how the different manufacturers handle limp mode and, and then test We vehicles. talked to him about that. Yeah. yeah he's like, we had, he had a revelation the last time we had him on where- what was it? Was the truck? He's like, guys, zero on the tank actually means zero. <laughs> yeah, you're you out. Know? There's no buffer zone. <laughs> no. You're, when you're, if you ignore the warnings, ignore them to your own peril. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so take us back in the old world history. What was the first product that you made um, or, or offered? Yeah, so old world, you know, a lot of people are not familiar uh, with our company name, but they know our brands. So Peak. Which, by the way, is good. Like that should I, I I'm sure it's a thorn in 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 your side that, that me, people don't know that name, 
but the fact that your brands are iconic, well, it's that, a good thing. I'll be honest with you. That was uh, by design. Okay, I good. Mean, we truly... Well, then high five on that. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we truly focused on our brands. Uh, and so Peak uh, being our house brand... Uh, but we've got uh, fleet charge, final charge for our heavy-duty formulations that we've got for the Class 8 guys that are out there. Um, but we also are the largest private labeler in the North American market. So when oh, you go, that's you know, not there, fair. There you go. That's not fair. So now I'm buying your stuff and I don't know it. <laughs> so we work with the OEs, um, and many of the OEs, we actually are first fill. So when well, that you tells you the that, quality uh, control that you guys have in place, obviously, right. because you wouldn't be part of the program otherwise. But if you go back in history, Old World, the name, actually, um, Old World was a trading company. So the two founders set this thing up. They were importing products from the Old World to oh, the New World. Okay. And so that's where the name came from. But uh, some of our first products that we were involved in, you know, we were a, a small chemical trading group is what we were doing. So we've uh, bulk commodities, uh, everything from ethylene glycol to methanol to uh, methanol being utilized in windshield wash and other mm-hmm. other manufacturing processes uh, and we began to diversify and found that you know ethylene glycol uh, part of the feedstock for producing antifreeze and, and coolants we were a pretty good marketer came up with a brand we bought the peak brand early on uh, and when it really wasn't known and we've been able to take it to another level and we continue to do so as a company now going back to uh, to def the shelf life what's the number one thing that breaks down is it heat is it ultraviolet is it um what is it and how long can a typical if i go as a consumer and AutoZone's having a sale on on it and i decide i'm going to load up so i don't have to buy any for a year is that a smart thing to do def uh, does have a shelf life uh and the main thing you've got to be you've got to be concerned about is long-term heat exposure uh, because the water can begin to evaporate out of that product but we're talking about uh, constant temperatures. So let's say if you had uh, you were someplace where it was 120 degrees, you'd have a month and a half shelf life. But we're talking constant 24/7. My garage, uh, my garage, yeah, so is garage insulated in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the reality is, you've got a two-year shelf life on this product, uh, and because it's a consumable, the market is consuming it. Uh, sooner than they see any kind of issue out of this product. Now, I've always thought the uh, the product itself and how you feel is kind of innovative. So if you've never used their product before, there's a the, probably the most common size, the two-and-a-half-gallon cube. So it comes in a cardboard box, has like a milk jug sort of a deal inside. You pop the cap, and then you have a accordion nozzle with like a and then there's like a little rubber rubber mouth breather to uh, to help air come in. Tell but. me that you guys own the uh, the patent on that little accordion like <laughs> breather. We wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy makes a lot of money. Yeah, I'm it's sure. like the guy with the pop top on the, uh, yeah. the Coke can and for me it's always you lift it up and you get the accordion just right and you're trying not to spill any when you get in there and then you know as it lightens you're like oh yeah feeling that thing. I'm right? getting stronger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we know that you guys are focused on the do it yourselfer. And if I go into a truck stop, into a gas station, and, and Blue Def is sitting there, is there any idea to partner with gas stations where you could fill Blue Def from the pump side of it? Or is it always going to be a do-it-yourself type thing? Because for me, it's always, okay, every manufacturer's tank is a different size. Some of them are five gallons. Okay, well, that's two of your cubes, right? right. Some of them are less than that. Some are more. And then what I don't want to have is I've, op- I've cracked the seal. I've put as much in. But now I'm not using it all, and I have it sitting there, and I feel like I might it might go to waste. And so an uh, easier way around the consumer side would be, hey, next to the gas pump, if there was a Blue Def pump. So as a matter of fact, we have partnered with some of the uh, major truck stops and C-stores that are in the marketplace. We actually have a dedicated equipment division 
that they are out installing uh, these systems exactly as you're talking about. Of course about. you do. Of course so, he does. Yeah. Well, course, he's the, the CEO answer. for a reason, right? <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not telling him anything about his business he doesn't already know. You can already get deaf at the pump, right? Uh, truck stops, yeah. Tr- truck stops. Are you supplying we are. that? You are. We okay. are. So we supply product into the, uh, the, the major C-stores. Uh, truck stops, uh, and even on the commercial side, if you think about a commercial fleet that's got a terminal where they've got a diesel island, they're going to have a deaf uh, dispenser right beside their diesel dispenser. And not and, to, not to uh, be the bearer of bad news, but it's a little cheaper if you get it from the pump than the box, yeah. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that nozzle doesn't fit, well, damn it. So. No, so, so what happens with the shelf life there? Because they've got, well, I don't know, 500-gallon tanks of deaf. Yeah, so you'll see uh, on the storage side, you'll see tanks from 500 to uh, 30,000 gallons, uh, oh depending, my on, God. depending wow. on the size of the fleet. Um, and some of the, some of the uh, national guys that are running coast to coast, I mean, they consume a lot of this product. Um, but once again, you're consuming the product at such a fast rate um, that that product, the shelf life, uh, you don't even clo- get close to the Especially shelf life. Especially with an underground tank with a constant temperature, I'm sure helps. Correct. And Got it. So is is Blue Def or DEF in, in general, is it is it toxic? Is it considered a hazardous material? I know a lot of times when you pour it in your tank and you spill, the water evaporates and you get the uh, crystals left behind. Will that do anything to your paint? I'm sure these are questions that people have always wondered but never had the right person to ask. So it's non-toxic, non-hazardous. Uh, when I said earlier that it's the most basic chemical that we've got in the automotive space that truly is so if i took a shot of it it, it wouldn't wouldn't kill me it would not no. but i wouldn't recommend it. right <laughs> it would just taste gross but for sure. 20 bucks i'll uh <laughs> will you do it for 20 bucks uh i might okay I all might. right you know what? might have some around here okay. let's <laughs> i want to know if you think it tastes good <laughs> some a urea shot so exactly Ooh. You know what? If you had an if you had an automotive theme bar, mm-hmm. that's your drink. A right urea there. shot. Yeah, urea shot. I don't think no. It, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't no, know if they'll be lining so. up for that. One. <laughs> All right. So we have a uh, we have two factoids I saw in their quick fact sheet that was fascinating. Number one is you guys own Herculiner. We do, which is obviously a huge truck truck product. We're, we haben't even talked about that. That's your roll on yourself bed liner. Simple system, easy for uh, the do-it-yourselfer to be able to roll that uh, product on as opposed to, you know, traditional applications or a spray-on product, but this can be used for just about anything. Uh, And I've seen people use it for just about anything. (laughs) Yep. Wheel wells works great. Uh, Floorboards. Trailers. Because every oh truck beds truck beds yes. <laughs> no no but but seriously tra- line just with the uh, the bottom the rocker panels for yes. you to get rock deflect, uh, deflection off what's your, the uh, weirdest bottom? place you've seen it used oh. and don't tell me someone's butt <laughs> <laughs> people have used it on fence posts uh, deck posts uh, that that makes sense. Oh, yeah. use it on the way more the sense sti- than somebody's butt <laughs> <laughs> they use it on the steps uh, on, on decks and, sure, and, uh, yeah. and also on boats yeah for for, for uh, treads right yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Huh. Did you know that they were uh, also uh, the number two aftermarket automotive lighting company in North America? What? You're not allowed to be all cool things. <laughs> yes. There is a limit. But but you have how? to come in the doors of the of the truck show podcast and like we we do three we, things we, well. And that's you can't it. be like we do. We, eight. we do everything. No. So wait. So I if I never heard, do I know your lighting brands or? So we actually got in the business. We bought a company called Ico years ago, which is a big commercial uh-huh. brand when it comes to lighting. Uh, we've now had them on board for about three and a half years as a, as a company. Uh, you'll find our, our lighting in a number of uh, automotive retailers. Uh, but now we've got a major push to really bring that under the peak brand where mm. we're primarily, ICO was primarily focused on that commercial mm-hmm. uh, customer. And so we're in discussion now with a lot of our, our, our major retailers to uh, 
see how we can get that under well, peak, what peak is the, lighting. What LED, halogen? So LED. Incandescent. Um, xenon. We, yeah. that? Oh, xenon? Yes. Yeah. Right? Um, what are those metal halides, the ones that uh, have that weird glow at the top the, of every so, warehouse? Sodiums, yeah. right? Sodium. Sodium vapor. No. <laughs> uh, Is that kind of a stretch for the company, getting into lighting? No, if you think about it. I mean, uh, you know, we, we kind of look at it as a, uh, a, a vision product. So think about, think about wash blades. Uh, we're one of the largest suppliers of wiper blades in, uh, in the country. stop it. Stop and, it uh, And then think about lighting. <laughs> cool. I mean, antifreeze, motor oil, washer fluid. Lighting, well, what motor oil? Yeah. So we've got uh, Peak as well as we do private labels for some of the OEs oh, right. out in the marketplace. I did know you had motor oil. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have half the Pep Boys <laughs> next to me. <laughs> it's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is, it's this like a monopoly. The, they touch 255 million customers uh, a year. 255 Aren't there only like 330 in the U.S.? <laughs> so you're pretty much touching uh, over two-thirds of the I would not want to be in your accounting department. That's just got to be. Or your competitor. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Wouldn't hey, I'm going to break into uh, lighting and DEF. No, you're not. <laughs> Does it scare people when you get into a new industry? Do they think old world is coming after me? Uh, you know, I can't. And is uh, the vision a couple of well, dudes I mean, with I mean, like clubs uh, or? You know, <laughs> you, you know when people, you, you're in circles and you're having a drink with somebody and they're like, hey, I heard you're getting into lighting. No, What's no, up with no, that? no. It's Old World. They send Vinny over and Vinny comes <laughs> over with the brass <laughs> hey, knuckle. Hey, oh, co- hey. <laughs> hey, just letting you know we're coming in. <laughs> well, the reality is as a company, we're going through a transformation right now and we're actually stepping into some new industries. In the past, uh, we had never really focused on the agricultural space mm-hmm. and that's something uh, over the last year, we've stepped into ag, so we've got formulations that are specific for, let's say, the grower, for that combine, tractor, that piece of equipment. Um, By the way, huge ag following on the Truck Show podcast. We have guys who call in and say, "That's no joke." I, I'm listening to the podcast in my combine in the middle of Iowa right now. Like that's a with these people, and he's problem. driving it. He didn't so, fall into it. So you didn't no. even know you're coming on the Truck Show podcast to talk to your new consumers <laughs> that you're uh, you're aiming for. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is working all the way around here. So, but that's been a, a you know. A, a great opportunity for us. We've got a new brand. It's under Blue Ag, and that's where our functional fluids will reside. Ooh, that's interesting. Blue uh, Ag. Well, forgive me because I'm an an idiot. How do the how do the fluids differ than than consumer vehicles? Well, if you some of the uh, formulations uh, require uh, different additives to be able to handle the. You know the constant load. Uh, we're in the mining sector as well, uh, mm-hmm. so we've of got you are. some. Of course, we've got some <laughs> custom formulations there. We've been uh, we've been in the mining sector for can years. You, can you can you get me a tour into like one of those super deep Kentucky mines? We can. No, I'm not joking. I'm, like, I'm, you I'm don't serious. Even... We can definitely set that up for you. Look, it is. Look, that's uh, the most excited I've seen you in like three weeks. So <laughs> I have subscribed to every like abandoned mine channel on YouTube, and that is what I do with every Saturday night. I like watch guys go through abandoned mines in Canada, California, Nevada, and the big boys are in the Midwest. The you know the the oh, yeah. half a mile deep ones. Yeah. Well, our oh, products are being used in many of those mines today here in North America, but we're also a global company. So we're in, we're in over 60 countries today. Wow. South American mining business is significant for us in an area that we've been, uh, we've been servicing for 20 years in some cases. And I would imagine the mining sector, because of emissions being underground, they need your products so that the air is, is cleaner for the workers, right? Is they that, do. They can you get me in one of those giant dump trucks I can get that you. are like 10 <laughs> stories tall? I can get you a ride in one. No! <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> are you yes, sure, are yes, you yes. sure you want to listen? Yes. I, I I'll behave. I'll behave. No, uh, seriously, uh, I will behave. Okay. Here here's the deal. I'll it, even invite, wear a hard hat. No, no, if no. You need me to. Well, you you have to wear a hard right, hat. Right. Okay. All right. Here's the deal. Invite both of us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the monkey backpack on him, yes. and I will be sure to hold the leash the entire time. <laughs> I would wear it if you take me to a mine. Mm-hmm. I'll wear the monkey backpack. I, we're getting you a monkey backpack. I almost got you one for Daytona Truck Meet, but Charles uh, has got to hold a leash though. Okay, that's he's fine. Got, he's got to hold a leash. He's that's like, fine. What? What's going I, on here? But I'm going to tell you right now, he's a more strict dad than I am. Oh, is he? Oh, I can tell. <laughs> he's like, where are you going in the mine? No. No. <laughs> I would I would let you go a little too far, just so you got a little bit injured, but not really injured. Just enough so you learned a lesson. He's gonna, he would tell you no before you learned no, anything. Yeah, you're going to hold me over the uh, over the shaft, over the mine you shaft. You may fall, let me dangle. but like 45 degrees in, I'm pulling you back. Okay. All right, he's not even going to let you close to the edge. If you can, I will fly wherever it takes to go on a little excursion. I, I'm in. I'm in, in on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do the truck show podcast. You didn't see this coming, Charles. We'll set it up. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. This is I like this. What's the most unique place on the planet or maybe is there are, are are your products used in places that we wouldn't imagine? Like people's butts. Well, no, I wasn't going <laughs> to say. That. I, was I mean, to keep it clean. Well, I was thinking like is there anything You were thinking people's rockets or anything like is there are there I, any strange applications I, that we wouldn't that aren't automotive related? I don't know if any I, it doesn't mean it's not happening with our products. Well, yeah. Enough of them. Well, you know, we mentioned uh, heavy-duty equipment. So, uh, I mean, U.S. government, uh, military, uh, you'll find that our products are being used by, uh, by many of the OEs that are manufacturing everything from APCs to uh, to Humvees. They're, they're just uh, a multitude of applications, and they're used around the world. I bet we have a bunch of military listeners who are like, oh, yeah. Just poured that in my APC today. Where are you as far as leading innovation? Talking about DEF, for example, do you think it is here to stay in the very long run? And if not, are you looking at what would replace it so you can kind of stay ahead of the curve? And you know, I mean, because it's a huge. Yeah, are we at market saturation where now it's going to be a service item for secondhand vehicles down the line, (laughs) and then it just exists till they go out, or are we? 10, 20 years into DEF being a, a regular additive fluid or consumable fluid on, on cars 20 years from now. Or, or is there a replacement for DEF? Is there a way to make diesel burn even cleaner? And if there is, then you would want to be part of that. That's one of the reasons we work with the OEs. Really trying to get a sense of where they're at, uh, what are they evaluating. Our opinion is that this is here to stay. I mean, it's a technology uh, that has been around for over 50 years. Most people don't realize that. Uh, the first uh, SCR system was designed by the company that in- invented the catalytic converter. We just didn't use it here in the States uh, for, on a vehicle application. It's been used in coal power plants for over 50 years. So same technology, much larger system. They streamlined it. It's been well-vetted, well-tested. We can't see anything that's going to displace it. So we think we're looking at a market that's going to grow for you know 50% uh, plus of the diesel vehicles on the road today, class one to class eight, are using this product. Well, it took us nine years to get here. To turn the entire fleet throughout North yeah, America, over. you've got another, you've got at least another 10 years there of growth opportunity. And then you look at, you look at the off-road sector. Um, what about, you just mentioned uh, uh, coal plants, like a power plant. So obviously there's diesel generators, there's turbine, yep. you know, uh, electrical generation. Are you using DEF and those products in stationary applications? They are. They've actually uh, started rolling those systems out several years ago. Uh, And our team, once again, on the equipment side, a lot of those systems need uh, bulk storage. Uh, So we've got specialty systems that feed that power gen unit to make certain that it's always functioning. Who knew? 
I didn't. Who knew a conversation of death would lead us to so many different places? <laughs> what are you guys working on next? What's the What's the next secret sauce? <laughs> well, we've got some things that are already in the works, and some that are just coming out. And uh, I'll let Charles talk about one of them with our, our new peak antifreeze. Uh, but we've also spent uh, the last couple of years embarking on a new product line, Peak Original Equipment Technology. So when you look at the automotive space and what's happened with the OEs over the years, it went from 4GM Chrysler to everybody is here. Everybody's producing vehicles here, right? So that means that the technology has changed significantly because you've gone from basically green uh, conventional coolant to a myriad of formulas that are out there. So we looked at that space and said there's a lot of confusion. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna ask uh, for the average guy out there. What's the difference between uh, the green fifty-fifty antifreeze that your dad put in his uh, classic uh, Chevy C10 versus the uh, the red stuff in your uh, in your new uh, GM pickup truck? It, there's significant difference. You don't want to put one in, in the place of the other. Well, so, that's what the label says. But I want to hear from no, you. No, no, what, no, no, no. We, what, don't, we <laughs> don't know why either. Yeah. We just follow the directions. The technologies are different. So, you know, Asian manufacturers have a preference for phosphated coolants, and Europeans don't want phosphates in the coolants. And, you know, there's a, a, a lot of room in between there. So the systems in these vehicles are different. They're unique metallurgies, and they're combinations of those and, and non-metal uh, components. And so they want the ultimate protection for those systems. They may have a specific issue in the system that needs to be addressed with a specific formula. So maybe it's a type of uh, metallurgy or a bearing or something that might have issues with one formulation but doesn't with the other. Right. And so we looked at it and said, we're going to provide the same technology and color as what was in those vehicles to begin with. Because in the consumer's minds, they don't know. And they want something they can trust. They know it's the right thing. And for your more hardcore DIYers, they're the ones that are looking for vehicle-specific parts, OE parts, right? Right. And so they're more engaged. They're doing more of the maintenance themselves. They're going to dealers to get those OE fit. And that's where they had to go for antifreeze. And so they didn't have an alternative. And what we did is they said, we're, we're going to address the, Ameri- the uh, Asian, European, North American vehicle manufacturer requirements so that these guys have a place to go and know that I can match it up exactly to my 2014 Nissan Murano. And it's the blue, and it's the S-I-H-O-A-T technology, and there's no question. So we launched OET and never looked back, and it's done very well. And people trust it. They can figure out which is right for theirs, and they just go on. Real quick, at Peak Auto on, uh, on Instagram, on social. And they're also running a giveaway uh, called Peak Performer. So Peak supports Which your, is neither you or I. Right. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> uh, which uh, shows that you guys are supportive of the enthusiasts. And, and what you want to do is is you can um, go to the, your giveaway contest and people can win $5,000 to put toward their own vehicle. Exactly. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we can't enter, can we? We just we? have to change our names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Charles Culverhouse, CEO of uh, Old World Industries, and Mark Alexander, uh, thank you so much, guys, for coming in and uh, hanging out with us for a little while and talking about a bunch of brands that we know and had no idea you owned them all. Enjoyed it. <laughs> and now I, feel, I feel connected to these my lovely brands. Yeah, at Peak Def, uh, or at Peak Blue Def and at Peak Auto, so check them out on, uh, on social, and we appreciate your time, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. How excited would you be, Holman, if I told you we had a lot of email to get to? Uh, excited enough to dance? You email, yeah, I email, do it, we email, that's right, everybody email, type it up, you email, proofread, I email, send it, we email, click it, everybody email. When we have our party on August 10th, I think I'm most excited about seeing Omar do that intro. Will he do it? 
I don't know. Is he really coming? I, as far as I know, I gave him the details. Uh, we should probably August tenth, right here at Motor Trend headquarters, one to five p.m. in El Segundo, it? California. All right. And we got to book it. What do you mean, if I get to book it? I already booked it. He's coming. All right. I mean, he, could he back out? Sure, but he's he's told me he's confirmed. Well, then I believe you. I said, we're going to do it one to five. We're going to dinner afterwards. We're going to do drinks and stuff with them. What are we going to do? A little schmooze section? Oh, session? Uh huh. You do the schmooze, schmooze section? section? Yeah. Sorry for that flow. Are you drinking now? I feel like it. Yes, it has been a very long day. Uh, why? Is that because you've uh, recently moved? Uh, because I've moved and moving sucks. I moved three quarters of a mile from my house. So <laughs> we had movers yeah. that. My that, last move to my current house was a mile. Ah, uh, man. Uh, so you should be. In theory, you go like, oh, it's going to be easy. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, but you still had to get movers and because I couldn't take off work to do it. Sure so it isn't easy. I, I just. And here's the thing that's killing me. So we're in the new house, and it's got hardwood floors everywhere. I like that. And sure, that is that is that's are a, the original that's hard, hardwood floors? Uh, yes, they are. You can have them refinished because they're real wood. Uh, we didn't need to. They're in cherry condition. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, 1953. That's nice. So my dogs are all freaked out. We have three dogs. Is it because we the earthquake hit your house? Two golden doodles and one three-legged dog that we found. Do they freak out during the earthquake? Uh, no, surprisingly not. Okay, they were they were pretty mellow. Is your new house standing post earthquake? Yeah. Okay. I just, uh, well, it's yeah. 1953. Just make sure uh, it's all right. it's all bolted down. Okay. So I guess in the in 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 the 50s they had come post San Francisco earthquake, and so everything was bolted down in that in that uh, in our tract anyway. Okay. All right. Good all right. Enough. So my point is that the dogs are tripping out. They yeah. do not. They I don't. They're not comfortable in the new house because it's not home. Uh, it's not home. So they have to pee on it, and they have not peed on it. Well, they will pee in the front, in the backyard, stuff like that, but. So starting at about 3 a.m., they all get up and they start just pacing. And it's hardwood floors, so they're-, they're Their nails. So their nails- Click, 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 click. Yeah. And that's all, for the last two nights, that's all I hear and I can't sleep through it. And if I put in how earplugs- about Again, how can you hear that? You can't even hear me talking to you without headphones that are amplified by our soundboard. I don't know, but man, can I hear that. I can really, it's weird. My hearing is weird, that's so I have awesome. tinnitus. I am going to record that sound- and start screwing with you. I would appreciate you didn't. Oh, it's such a good idea. <laughs> you should see his eyes. It's like he's found the, a oh, pot of gold. I'm going to change your ringtone to that. <laughs> uh, please don't. All right, so are we supposed to get the emails? Yeah, you can start reading okay, or not? Yeah. yeah, a whole stack of them. All right, this one's from uh, Mr. Clint Cunliffe, uh, one of our fans. Uh, Roxor, missing the point, he says. Holman and Grammar Police. By the way, when, when, Clint's, <laughs> when Clint started being our friend mm -hmm. at the beginning, yeah. we love Clint. Clint is my he best is buddy. Super judgy now. He is not. <laughs> he's always he's giving critiquing me a hard us. Time. And so he, I feel like he's uh, he's swinging his finger at us. And <laughs> his index fingers going <laughs> back, uh -huh, and, back forth. and forth. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> nah, Clint's the man. Holman and grammar policeman. He starts off. Nah. All right, you missed one of the major points of the rock soar. It comes with a little turbo diesel. I, we talked about that. There is no UTV on the market that sells a diesel unless you look at individual utility vehicles like uh, the Kubota. True. Is it a Kubota? Yeah, it is. Uh, you mentioned for the farm ranch owner that it would be appealing and that a motor is a big part of that equation. A lot of these guys uh, have one fuel for all their equipment. Plus, it's a little sporty and stylish. It's no Can-Am or Razor, and it wasn't meant to be. Agreed. So you have to check out uh, the Jesse Haynes Fabrication Rocks or build that he and Harry Wagner raced at King of the Hammers. 
They can, that thing's cool. Yep. He says they can be built into pretty capable rock crawlers. By the way, Lightning, thanks for fighting the good fight on ignorant grammar. It drives the editor in me crazy hearing stuff like that. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys at the meetup and digging out my vintage truck show podcast t-shirt. It's now vintage because we gave it to him like a year and a half ago or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, thanks, Clint. All right. Uh, we got one here from Kevin says, uh, Rocksor. Hey, guys, just thought I'd put in my two cents on the Rockstar for use around the property. It's a good candidate with a diesel engine. That way we can move trailers or equipment around without using a truck that weighs close to 10,000 pounds that could sink in the soft fields. Personally, I'd probably lean more toward a Kubota with a diesel and an actual bed to use, but then again, I also already have a Jeep. Lightning, as far as them not going fast, they aren't supposed to. They're utility vehicles, not recreational vehicles such as the Razor or the Can-Am. And that's from Kevin from Texas. All right. Okay. Mounted parameters, he starts off. Nathan says, did you hear? For truck news should now be replaced with I seen. I believe I did that to you. (laughs) See, even our listeners agree. What'd he ever do to you? Jeez. Nothing against him. Just right. uh, I seen. Not How about cool. This one from Ben. Junkyard versus new parts. Hey, guys. I wanted an opinion from you and all the rest of the viewers and listeners and junkies. I want to know what you guys think of junkyards or wrecking yards, salvage, pick, and pull, whatever you call them for your parts. I've always been the kind of guy who enjoys walking around in them and finding projects or parts for projects or just random parts that are cool. But I recently found that for a lot of people, this is a last resort, not even an option at all. I will draw the line at suspension parts like ball joints or tie rods or things like that, but there have been plenty of times I found perfectly good parts, aftermarket parts, or rebuilt, rebuildable parts for significantly less than the parts store. Thanks for the awesome show. Still haven't gotten my sticker or T-shirt, <laughs> but I understand you guys are busy. Yeah. Stole the wife's phone to give you. Oh, five, five stars. stars. He says, uh, keep mounting oh, the your parameters. Keep mounting your parameters, Jaboobly, and non-Jaboobly. <laughs> non-Jaboobly. Uh, I would say, yeah, uh, I'm all for it. In fact, you did junkyard parts on the in- your interior redo on your Silverado. I did a ton. There's a uh, Chevy You changed uh, it from tan to black, right? I did. I gutted the entire interior, and I uh, felt a lot of really cool tan. But it was one was uh, one seat was out of a Tahoe. Another seat was out of a, a Silverado. Um, I found, yeah. all Which one had more farts console. in it? Uh... That's the problem with used seats. You just never know. know. You don't know until they start off-gassing a hot day. But it didn't really matter because I pulled the. You know, I went to Catskin and we, you know, re, re, oh, so we you leathered them anyway. You kept the smells in. <laughs> no, I <laughs> no, I fumigated everything. Yeah, I bet. Uh, there were parts that I saw blood on that I didn't take. Yeah, you don't want so those you don't parts. touch those. You don't, yeah, because you, you you just don't want somebody's spirit. I have in kind of a you. weird rule where I'm really skittish about any vehicle where the um the front windshield is crushed. Yeah, because I don't know if someone's yeah. head window and stuff like that. Yeah, I I agree. So. Uh, but yeah, as far as junkyard. Parts, plenty of options out there. You know what uh, I found? I found my door panels there. I yep. found. Um, did you do a headliner or something? No, I did. I did that one was, was that a suede. suede. That was yeah. suede. Yeah, uh, but my center console that was a find. Finding a black and you swap from the pure pickup interior to the Tahoe interior, right? Yes, because your truck originally had the pure pickup, which is the uh, the not as swoopy dash as the as the SUV. So in that generation of truck, you could have either or. Correct. And I found pieces out of Escalades because it was the only one that you could get a black interior mm-hmm. on. Uh, yeah, man, I must have found five hundred. So you're saying yes to junkyards? Absolutely, love junkyards. All right, for just sure. no, don't take any spirits. Home Although home. I like, 
I prefer specialized junkyards. So I went to a guy that specialized Chevys. Hey guys, Luke from Missouri here. So first off, I'd like to ask you guys if you have a list or document somewhere that would contain the socials of all of your guests. <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. We can't even get t-shirts out. <laughs> no. Oh, no, we don't. But you could create it on a uh, public Google Doc for us if you listen to all 78 episodes. Yes. And then we will distribute it for you. You'd think that we would write that down in some kind of like oh, a binder listen, or something. We have plans to expand our staff. Mm-hmm. And when we get an admin attached to the podcast, that will be something. We I have do. plans to win the lottery. It's going to happen around the same time. All right, perfect. All right, would love to get access to it if you have one. So no is the answer. I'm always in the van when I'm listening, and Instagram is for pooping, not for the interstate. Thanks ahead of time. <laughs> well, he's Next, not wrong. Holman, are you ever going to reveal what is under the car cover in Lightning's driveway, Ooh. or was that the wife's new vehicle? No. Nope. Lastly, Lightning, sure wasn't. I relate to your issue with I seen. Although for me, it would be the misuse of the words there, T-H-E-R-E, there, T-H-E-I-R, and there, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, but maybe not to the same extent of aggravation. Loved when you muted Holman, the craziest show of California pompousness I hey have now. ever heard. Thank you for the awesome show. Keep it going. Already looking forward to the next episode. All right, got one here from John. John says, hey, Lightning and Holman, this is John from the beautiful west shores of Lake Tahoe. I'm the guy with the tool Ooh, hauler. I, you got to love Lake Tahoe. Not the mall crawler. Oh, Lake Tahoe is amazing. says, uh, the last episode, you were talking about wheelchairs and bicycles being motorized and being banned from certain areas. I believe the term is mechanized. Yes, that is exactly what I was trying to uh, get across. And my words failed me once again. <laughs> uh, he said, That's they all. do me very often. <laughs> That's all. You guys are awesome. And I look forward to your podcast every single week. And five stars. And, and when did this become John. a review segment? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't expecting the five stars. I didn't Just know there were rules. I, Are there I, rules I, behind I, it? Well, maybe not, I guess. Green pumps is the subject line of Matthew McLean's uh, email. Green equals diesel in Florida and Alabama. Hashtag green pumps united. Matt from Birmingham. That's right, brother. Preach on. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know if you guys didn't hear. I was a couple episodes back. I was talking about the fact that I thought that all diesel handles we're green, we're green and turned out to be sorely mistaken, although a lot of you guys agree that it should be universal. Diesel should be a green pump handle so we well, can wait, spot wait, wait, it a wait, mile wait. away. No, I don't think anybody has said that they agree with that. They're just merely uh, providing you with data that it's different all over. Nope. I'm saying that millions of Americans believe millions. Uh, that green pump handles should indicate diesel. So as you whisk on by that fuel station, you go, oh, they have diesel. And then, you know what I mean? That's I have always looked for green handles because you can't see the digital sign. There's always obscured by a bush. So you've got to just look for the green handles. But apparently, not the case. <laughs> All right, I got one last one from James. And James says, uh, hey, guys, just finished episode 69 and wanted to share my experience. Yeah, with buddy. You just had to, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, with learning a manual transmission as a kid. When I was young, my grandfather owned a trucking company here in South Texas. It was a disposal company for the oil field hauling, mainly used brine water and drill mud from different oil rigs. My father was one of his yard managers at the time. During the summer months when school was out, I would go to work with Dad and hang out around the truck yards riding a go-kart or cutting grass on a small tractor we had. One summer, my go-kart had broken down for me trying to do burnouts, not knowing yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Not knowing it only had rear brakes and shaving the main drive gear down to nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I bet Dad was really happy with that. Dad, knowing I was going nuts. All of my sound effects are like hiccuping. You yeah, hear that? you're glitching today. I don't know what's going on. Are, are you halfway in the Matrix or what happened? Laptop here. It's just it's, it's well, having it's because issues. because you have too much stuff on it. Like yeah. restart that thing every once in a while. Yeah. 
Uh, Dad, knowing I was going nuts, sitting in the office all day, took me back to the truck yard and found a mid-70s Mack truck, showed me how to operate <sighs> the controls for the air brakes, and slowly taught me how to run the truck. It was a suicide shift with high, low, and reverse on one shifter and all the drive gears on the other. Uh-huh. Dude, those are so hard to drive. Needless to say, after several stalls and frustrating restarts, I was able to get it going all on my own. Best summer of my life. Nine years old, and I was the king of the road. Ah, oh, so several, jealous. So awesome. After several days, Dad just let me drive it by myself and was taking pictures with the disposable coat. Remember those? Disposable coat at camera? Do you know that they still sell uh, disposable cameras? Uh, they do, but I don't think anybody buys them anymore, do they? Uh, Except I for was, weddings. I was They're at like a wedding. party. Yeah. No joke. I was at a party two weekends ago, and they had a whole table full of them. Ah, disposable Kodak camera standing at a safe distance. Just wanted to share my first manual experience. I know there must be other people out there that learn the same way. If I find the pictures, I'll send them for you to check out. Keep up the great work and five stars. Wait, wait, I don't know wait, because wait. you just said we can't do it. The rules. What? It's, okay, I see. So you're doing it solo. I'm, I'm not doing, participating. I'm just re- no, because you just complained about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I don't think we should. During our review segment, okay. then we high-five when you do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, all right. How so about- when, when you when you read an email and he ends in in, in five just, stars? I just say, no, just Five star. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, roll through it. Thanks, man. Five star. Okay. Well, uh, no, no, not that. Well, not, I mean, you, you, just, you just, well, again, you've kicked me not, right in the nuts. I got, not I, depressed. I, I was so energized. I was like, rah, truck show. Oh, we're recording today. <laughs> and now I'm just kind of like, yeah, all right, five star. school, cool, dude. Uh, you can, there can be more enthusiasm than that. I, I just gave you enthusiastic, and then you you just told me it was dumb. So, sure, whatever, whatever works. Go. You know what I think would serve well as a pick me up is just reading some freaking real reviews. No, okay. Well, uh, can we do the five star thing again? The yeah. thing that you wouldn't let me do anymore? Can we like do well, that? No, I think this is the right time for it. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, we have some. A <laughs> giddy schoolgirl is what you're looking like right there. Okay. Well, we have one. Uh, Heckin' Show Dudes. What? Heckin' it's Show? It's Heckin' Show Dudes. Okay. I, I'm show. just right. reading it. My name is Cody, and I'm currently residing in Rockford, Minnesota, just west of Minneapolis. I'm a Chrysler dealer tech and thoroughly enjoy the more technical segments of the show. The Viper Truck episode is what got me hooked, and the Gail Banks episode put me in the cooler. The segments with real industry insiders are so interesting and enlightening. I'm not a fan of the marketing guys from these companies, but when you get the real designers, engineers, and tech nerds on, the conversation takes on a whole new life of its own. If I may suggest, some retired industry insiders like Bob Sheaves from Jeep or others. I've combed through some of the all-par website historical articles and found some real gems. Keep up the good work and five, five stars! stars. Oh, wait, he, he's combed through what did you just say? All-par. Which All-par. is a, yeah, it's a uh, Chrysler website. Spell that. A-L-L-P-A-R.com. Okay. And it's everything you want to know about anything Chrysler related. What That's does it. that even stand for, All-par? I have no idea, but it's a wonderful website for gain, uh, gleaning information on what's happening and maybe stuff that's in Barco. Oh, uh, uh, hold on. Wasn't ready. Embargo. Okay. Got one from uh, Red Fabco. Yeah, buddy. Hands down. The best truck content available. Yeah, buddy. The best truck content available. Jingles grow on you, I promise. And five five stars. stars. Five star review. Five stars. 1979 Wagoneer says, squish this. Five stars. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) And then we've got... um, Noah Schwartz says, best No way, I want to be named as Noah Schwartz. That's awesome. (laughs) My Schwartz is bigger than yours. Do you remember that? Yes. Um, Best podcast by far, Noah coming in from Kentucky and 
Five, five stars. stars. We got one from BDSTGHB. That is an <laughs> alphabet soup if I've ever heard one. Uh, Holman and Lightning are knowledgeable, but also total man children. In a good way. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, five, five stars. stars. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. We've got uh, J. Blake B. says, I've been listening to this podcast since Mike Finnegan was a guest on the first time, and I've been a fan ever since. The jingles are hit or miss. How dare you? What? Come but on it, now. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the same without him. I enjoy the interviews and banner between Lightning and Holman. Overall, definitely deserving of... Five stars. stars overall. How about uh, TK Paco Nine? They Paco are, Nine. <laughs> they are long as hell, but have great info and are also funny as hell. And wait a minute, they're what? Long as hell. That's what she said. And five, five stars. stars. How about Can A two sixty four seven? Are you just making no, up? No, that's what it says. <laughs> Every episode teaches you a lot and makes you laugh. And five, five stars. stars. How about uh, ooh, Coyotes Off Road? Uh, that's our buddy Sergio. Mm. Says uh, over 500. We hit the 500 mark. Let's put on a team for the meat creep. But I don't want to drive from San Diego to eat pizza. And five, five stars. stars. All right, well, get that your mean- ass up here, you lazy sack of dump. Come on now. <laughs> Does that mean no pizza? Yeah. All right, cross that off the catering list. What I are we think gonna do? I think we do tacos. It's SoCal. I really wanted to do chili dogs. We need to make a but call there, to Wiener Schnitzel. There's no Wiener Schnitzel nearby here. No, they have a mobile truck. Uh, I already told you last episode. They need they a minimum of 150 them, people. Mm. I, I think it's uh, tacos. Yeah, tacos. You don't want, to, you don't want to, It's not floating your boat. Tacos. I mean, it's it's tacos. What about Arby's? <laughs> Just get a bunch of roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> Here you go, roast beef sandwiches, dude. I went to uh, so Jimmy Kimmel's 30th birthday was at a uh, an Elks Lodge, and they catered uh, Arby's. That's not even true. They didn't cater it. We had to go get it. We went and got it in back. Well, that's what I was thinking. What if I went to the nearest Wiener Schnitzel and just said 200 chili dogs, please? He did it for irony's sake, you know? Yeah, but but do you you think you would get 200 chili dogs? Um, I feel like they'd short you like 10. They definitely would because they can't. But remember our if, if old we, Wiener Schnitzel by we, the old studio? Like they couldn't even get our or order of two chili dogs right? Never. I would always say two chili dogs, no, no cheese. cheese, and they would always have cheese yeah, on them. Yeah, always. Quick one, two K. He says, "Best automotive podcast on iTunes. It helps that Lightning is has his production background from K Rock U. That's how it's spelled. What? It's all caps. K R O Q Q Q U E U E. Oh, because no, no, because John Frost used to no, say, no, was it? It wasn't John Frost. It was uh, Jet the Fish. K R O Q. Yeah, okay, that's right. It was Rock Jet. of the Eighties. Anyway, yeah. uh, it says." Holman's great with the knowledge and background in publishing. Great interviews in which they can produce more content. Oh, my God. How dare Can't. you? Uh, the best audio of any podcast right now. And five, five stars. stars. And one more from Big309 says, the Truck Show podcast is the bomb. Keep up the great work, guys. And five, five stars. stars. Ooh, we got one. That was the last of the five stars. We got a one star. Should I read it? Yeah. I get, I, I get, yeah. I guess so. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> one star. You know what, Chaz Hannah? I don't know you, just like you don't know us, and I hate you too. Oh, wow. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> Screw you, Chaz. And the horse you rode in on. Whenever anyone says the name Chaz, I keep thinking of Will Ferrell's character and the uh, Chaz, what was his name? Chaz Michaels. Chaz, Chaz Michael Michael. Michael. Yeah. Chaz Michael Michael, right? Blades <laughs> uh, right. of Glory. What a good movie. Well, help us uh, keep that 5-0 rating. Uh, Drop us a five-star five review. Five-star review! Five-star! And most importantly, don't forget to subscribe. Yes. We need all hey, those subscriptions. Here's how you do it. It's super complicated. Steal a phone. You No, no, no. It's it's it's. You go to the Apple store. 
and you go to every single one of those iPhones that's on their table that they use for uh, for demos, yeah. and you go to every single podcast <laughs> app, and you leave us five stars. That's a great idea. At every Apple... There's hundreds of Apple stores. Are there? Yes. Okay. That's and, and you got... Class, you have an assignment. <laughs> <laughs> also, go to podcastawards.com. Yes. No, they're not going to do that. I would much rather have them, if they're only going to do one thing for us. Uh-huh. Go to an Apple store? go to an Apple store <laughs> and, and then raid log in the and phones. Raid the exactly. Phones. All right. Well, you've got your work cut out for you, peeps. <laughs> or you can leave us a message. You just what? glitched again. I glitched. I don't know what's going on. I'll reboot my computer <laughs> later. We'll figure this out here. <laughs> truck Show Podcast at gmail.com. The Truck Show. The Truck And don't forget to hit us up on our socials at Truck Show Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget our 500 five-star review listener meetup oh, you on said it August all the 10th. Way. You like that, oh, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you got all the way through. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook and uh, RSVP so we got a head count so we know how many chili dogs or tacos or whatever we're going to do. And we, we, we got to call Greg at Decked and say, hey, we're going to need a bunch of tchotchkes, like freebies for these. I think they're going to be stuff. here. I know they're going to be here. Yeah. That's I think, why I, I said think it. Nissan and Decked are both going to be here. Well, De- I, okay. Decked has to be the host for their winner. Right. Oh, or are yeah. they going to make us do that? Uh, I mean, we we will be the host. We'll be the hostess with the mostest. I hope it's somebody cool. The winner? Yeah. All of our listeners are cool. But what if it's just a sweepstakes hound and they don't even know us? That I mean, is it possible? Sure, of course. I. I so here's how we here's how we. So fight they just it. use go, the trip to go to Disneyland. Yeah, or something? yeah, yeah. Go to deck.com/slash/truckshow and make sure you enter so that we can push all those other people out. Yeah. We want somebody who cares about us to be here. Yeah, I think. Uh, would some just rando person find that link? I guess it's possible. Well, let's not allow well, that we to were, happen. Well, we're sharing it on social. We're promoting it. Yeah. So we could run across the wrong person. Yeah, deck.com slash truck show and hang out with the friends at Nissan. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we see cool people at our uh, listener meetup. Uh, but in the meantime, if you uh, want to talk to us, 657-205-6105. That's the five-star hotline. Five-star. 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 Hotline. And here's the thing. In person, we're no cooler than what you're hearing now. Oh, we're way less cool. <laughs> yeah. We're awkward. We're downright awkward. We no, are going to be cowering no, in the no, corner. No, no, sort no. of. The, I was like, trying to be funny. We're not awkward. We're okay. These people are here and they're staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> what if we've totally froze up? What if, uh, what if you do like something really embarrassing, like you trip into the tray of chili dogs? Oh, th- that would be something that all of our listeners would remember forever. Or what if would... I got chili in my beard? And didn't, nobody told me. And uh, I did all these selfies. But you do that anyway. That's true. <laughs> that <laughs> and nobody tells me. It happens daily. <laughs> oh, look, uh, he has a nest in his beard. <laughs> yeah, chili's growing chili. <laughs> <laughs> can you grow chili? <laughs> I don't know. If you can grow, how, how do you, you make chili. You can grow chilies, but I don't think you can grow. Uh, oh, but if you're, if you're getting colder from being hot, you're growing chili. Yeah. But a beard insulates you, prevents you from growing chili from being hot. <laughs> Can you? What if you had a country of South America? Was it? What? We should play a game. What's in Sean's beard? What's in Sean's beard? What's in Sean's beard? What's in Sean's beard? Uh, and then whatever they guess is the accurate answer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> is it time to go home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh man. I forgot. There is one more thing.
Jordan! Jordan! What's going on, guys? Hey, um, I don't believe that you're actually going to join us August 10th at the uh, Truck Show Podcast 500 five-star meetup thingy. I told him that you said you were coming, and he told me you're a big fat liar, and so am I. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was looking. Uh, I was about to text you guys tomorrow because I needed to figure out which hotel to stay at. No to way. Or if I could couch surf. Uh, yeah. I just moved into a new house, and it's smaller than my old house <laughs> by so a lot, by a fair amount. So, well, what about your bed? <laughs> my wife probably would enjoy that. Actually, she's mm. been she's been waiting for that offer for years. Yes, <laughs> get the f out of this bed. Oh man, uh, oh, you, do you God. have a spare room, Holman? Um, I have a kick uh, your daughter out. Yeah, we could kick everybody out. I've got a backyard. Got a tent? Where would he stay? Would he no? Realistically, where well, should he stay? Well, you and I by, live by, way far away from. No, here. I know, but should he stay? Well, should he stay by us or should he stay up here no, in he Segundo? Should, he should stay up here. Hmm. What's 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 the best hotel? Let's let's go with that. Well, well there's one right across the street. The uh, Hyatt House or Hyatt Place uh, across the street from the office is available. Uh, that's one right. a lot of people visiting here stay. Uh, I would stay anywhere south of LAX. Don't go east of LAX. Don't go north of LAX. Yeah, south you don't is, want to be at LAX yeah, either. No. You'll get some great room rates right around yeah. the airport. You don't want to stay You want to be in El Segundo, but inland a little bit, not off of uh, of Sepulveda or PCH. However, you do want to be down there if you're going to go to Redondo or Manhattan Beach. They get they get pricey, but that's you're in okay territory there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're saying to me right now. I didn't understand it. Lightning and I want to see if we can kidnap you and then take you to some of our favorite haunts uh, out and about around here. Oh, hell yeah. Let's do it. If you're coming. Who's in the car oh, with yeah. you? Is that Stephanie? Yes, that is Stephanie. Can she hear us? Oh, yeah. Hey, Stephanie, it's Lightning and Holman for the Chuck Show podcast. We're a big fan of your, your man. and we-, uh, we hung out with her, you goofball. I want to know. We hung out with her at Daytona Truckers. Okay, we okay. literally sat so, next to her. Okay. Maybe she didn't know that we were on the phone. So here's what I'm saying. What's it like with uh, with the big boy over there? What's it like dating Jordan? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> More cushion for the pushing? <laughs> well, we, can't, we, we can't fat shame him. Stop. Wow. Y'all went there, did you? Nope, I sure didn't because I like you, Jordan. We're friends, and I would never say that. You know what? Him. F you guys. You're both like calling me old all the time. So You I can... are old. I have a picture of it from FaceApp. Yeah, FaceApp making me look like, you know what's crazy is I looked at that. Oh, it, 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 we had Jordan. Yeah, we made one with Jordan, too. And, and we all looked like we we're going to look, which is sad. Except Jordan looked really jolly. Yeah, I did. I'm like, man, that's, like, a, that's like an old guy I want to hang out with. Yeah. Well, we get to because he's coming out here apparently well right now he's a young guy like hanging out with so stephanie is it okay i'm dead serious about coming out there so stephanie is it okay if uh jordan hangs out with us for a weekend i'm okay with it okay all right well i'll believe it when i see it but uh we'll we'll text you some example uh some um some suggestions of hotels no no, no, no. that's not how it works what you're gonna say we are gonna text you then you'll never do it just say jordan give us some stuff tell if you give some options a or b we'll tell you which ones there you go there we go all right, brother. That'll work. Thanks for calling us back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you in a few weeks. All right. We love you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.